0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, coming to you from Matt Buchanan Studios, brought to you by me, Matt Buchanan. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Matt Buchanan Studios and Matt Buchanan Comedy. Check the episode description for links to all of my, as well as my guest's, social media handles. Quaco Inc. is the official sponsor of the show. Quaco is also the official sponsor of my upcoming book release, entitled An Explanation for Life, The Universe, The Brain, The Mind. And consciousness available soon from over 30,000 retailers in over 100 countries quaco is also the official sponsor of the hot new board game 33 degrees of order and chaos coming soon exclusively to amazon prime this is laugh therapy and i am the comedy doctor stay happy and healthy folks and enjoy the episode Our guest today is Janelle Niles, producer of the Comedy at Eddie show and the Gotland show. Comedy at Eddie's has a show coming up on March 10th, and the next Gotland show, it's a full indigenous comedy show, and it will be at U in March 26th. Roger, Zero J, and I feel fine.
1: get started
0: that was an original from josh taylor brown you can find him on instagram at j brown or on youtube at josh taylor that's t-a-y-l-o-r brown hmm. Uh, we're live. Thank you. We're hey. <laughs> Matt Buchanan Studios uh, warm welcome to Janelle Niles. Is this how you say her last name right? Yep. Niles.
2: Niles like in Fraser.
0: Like in Frasier right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ottawa comedian and uh, producer of uh, the show uh, Comedy at Eddie's. Yes and, and Gotland. And Gotland. I have that in here too then. Uh, I wasn't sure if there was somebody else I should include in either of those shows. Or uh, no, yourself mostly yeah, yeah, it's
2: mostly myself. Like my twin sister does manage uh, Eddie's Diner, mm-hmm. and she did help me start up uh, comedy at Eddie's. Yeah, but when it comes to um, the nitty gritty, I think it's it's mostly me. Like mm-hmm. my twin does help me everything that with the venue, but
1: yeah.
2: caught land is uh, is my venture until someone comes along and. Wants to carry the burden.
0: Yeah. That's great, yeah, yeah. Really uh good initiatives on both ends. So like with you and your sister and is there anyone else like so she manages the diner and how yeah. does that relationship work with like the owner and stuff like that? Or,
2: well, I could just like go from the ground up. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. My, Where, like where'd you start? How when so what, what motivated you to
2: Well, for Eddie's diner, yeah. um my twin sister's been working there for like a decade. Like okay. She's been there for 10 years. And uh, when I started comedy in uh, January of last year, mm-hmm. pretty much it's almost... That's awesome. Yeah, like I know. almost
0: a one year... Break. Yeah, one year
2: anniversary coming mm-hmm. up. Um, I uh, I got off the stage and uh, Jalene was there and she was very proud of me and then um, the a month goes this by. This
0: like uh, your amateur night? Yeah, my yeah. amateur night at Swizzles. At Swizzles, yeah. nice, the debut. At mm-hmm. Swizzles, that's great. I like Swizzles yeah, too. I, uh... I hope i am going to get them talk to them here too, yeah.
2: I did. Oh yeah, Mike DeMaffi and yeah, he's uh, super fun uh David and dad do it right now mm-hmm. and Sophie Hayes. Um what was going to say uh so I did every wrong like everything wrong. You could like <laughs> I said, yeah. After every joke, like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like ah. conf- confirming that was good. I did. I, it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I taped it and I put it on yeah. Facebook so it's there forever. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: I, I think everyone should tape their shows. Yeah. Why not? It's, uh, it's a memory. Otherwise, it's gone forever. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: So what happened was I got off the stage. Jolene was there, and uh, unbeknownst to me, my twin sister. Um, I guess the following week asked her boss who owns Eddie's diner. Mm -hmm. um, Is it possible Janelle can have her own show here? And then Jalene comes up to me and says, yeah, just let my boss know what you want. And I'm like, for what? (laughs) She's like, oh, your own show. I'm like, okay, uh, I guess I have to write a business letter. (laughs) So I drafted a business letter and I gave him my proposal and he's like, I didn't even need this. I just wanted to know what
0: <laughs> you yeah. wanted to Super do. Low key about it, yeah, but like, I wanted yeah.
2: to make sure it was official. Yeah, make it
0: official. I think yeah. it's, it's good to do the due diligence. 100%.
2: Though. Oh no, I started the 100 percentness. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. Hey. Oh god, the Kevin Hart 100% <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast haunts my dreams.
0: Or did he always say that? He
2: or said it he... at least 60 times.
0: You know what's weird is I didn't notice that, but when I listened to Wiz Khalifa on mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's podcast, yep. did you listen to it? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. He, And like, <laughs> I don't mind the fact that he says, yeah, up. that's like this cool sound, but he said it way too many times. I it was like... It, uh, do you ever watch the show trailer park boys yeah we a, a uh, my welcoming. mom went to
2: school with those guys i'm no from nova way.
0: scotia originally that's amazing yeah. actually w- my family came from uh, scotland and uh, holland and then landed in nova scotia oh, nice. and so they settled there for different amounts of time for different there was lots of them there's a huge family but uh yeah i love nova scotia it's been a long time since i've been i'd like to get back there yeah i'm going and, uh, back
2: next uh the summer coming up yeah. yeah. I love Nova Scotia. Oh, that's I want to hit the um, Halifax open mics.
0: Yeah, and they have a great. I don't know if it's a fe- comedy festival, but yep. I know that, yeah, there's the like a Halifax, Halifax Comedy f- Festival. Right, and like a good, really good scene there for mm-hmm. comedy. And, uh, sorry, what were you saying about Nova Scotia? Uh, why I thought of it for a second in the first place?
2: Trailer Park Boys. Yeah,
0: Trailer Park Boys, right? Yeah. First off, yeah, that's really cool. They, so they like kind of grew up together. Mm-hmm. I've met and hung out with uh, Gina because she's here in Ottawa. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, snap. And uh, I met her at. <laughs> actually, I met her at Hoolies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like above Yuck Yucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Or what used to be Hoolies. Yeah, now what it's used to change, Hoolies. recently yeah. changed. So I met her at Hoolies one night, and I remember I was like, oh, I, I saw her. And I love the show. I've watched the yeah. show and I was pretty sure it was her, but I c I, I couldn't say for sure. I'm just gonna turn the telly off. I don't really need it on for the minute, but And so I I said I was like, Hey, like did anyone ever like say, you know, like you look a lot like uh, so Trinity <laughs> I didn't really know what to say, I figured it and she was like, Yeah, and her friend there who was like her like alpha girlfriend was like yeah, like, she is, but, and I was like, yeah, oh, that's her. shit, <laughs> and then, so, like, uh, we met, and, like, we had a couple of drinks there that night, and um, and we hung out a few times since, and actually, yeah, it's kind of hilarious, there's, uh, she was dating this guy, uh, who I also knew some of their friends who live just up the road from here, like, okay. a few blocks away, uh, they live in this old, or they, I think they've moved since, this was a couple years ago, but they live in this house uh, that, used to be an underground casino in ottawa
1: <laughs> okay. not even not even like, like they awesome. they weren't
0: running it at any point no. they moved in there but uh like when they they moved in there or whatnot like it's got the big like big bubble glass like you would see in a casino like yeah. that thick glass that's like you get a bunch of squares of it and it's in and they have like a huge walk-in safe in the basement and, and the railings like to go upstairs are still like that old like metal yeah sort of anyway so this was when i was out there hanging out with gina and this was a it was a fun time and Really jokes guys and one of the guys there he's he's funny as hell. He it doesn't do comedy. I think he should because he sounds just like Seth Rogan and and everything he says makes me laugh a lot. So oh. yeah, he's a funny guy, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it, made and, you think of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what something about but there I still had another actual point for all of this for some that's reason. It's all good. <laughs>
2: um I'll just uh elaborate more on the yeah, yeah. Eddie's thing. Um so yeah, so my twin sister got the business letter mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> i'm so new to the game i don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. so i uh posted on the ottawa comedy community yep. that oh um i landed a venue uh, can anybody give me pointers mm-hmm. about how to start up an open mic and uh, i got some of the uh people who've been doing uh, producing and comedy for a while and they gave me some good pointers um uh chris kingsbury yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: Jeez. been around for a long, long, he, long
2: time. Yeah. Uh, he told me what type of uh, speaker I would need and mm-hmm. microphone. And nice. I literally just grabbed I love everything all together. All
0: the people. No. On that community who go out of their way to help everybody as much as possible. I oh, love yeah. all that that action. Mm-hmm. And I also love all the jokes that go on. Yeah. I don't love any of the hate. There's <laughs> no room for that. There's but always I love hate, the jokes. Yeah. The jokes is always cute. Is good to yeah. talk about too.
1: I,
2: uh, I just yeah. tell people, I'm like, yo, yeah, if you're going to jab at me, like... You can jab at me. <laughs> If
0: you're going to jab at me, don't jab at me. If you're going to
2: jab at if me, if jab <laughs> at me <laughs> like... Jab at my character not my culture because yeah, the pocahontas yeah. jokes have like i felt all the colors of the wind i got you <laughs> you know but yeah. you know i'm just not saying don't say band. this don't say that i'm just saying like get more um creative yeah you know what i mean do better do better yeah,
0: <laughs> like, that was like one of the funniest things i've seen uh, like bill burr yeah. saying to a guy who was interviewing him actually mm-hmm. and the guy was like he was just doing a, a poor job and bill was like do your research man yeah. do better exactly. and like, this is supposed to be your job you're interviewing <laughs> yes. me right now and you didn't like
2: you yeah, didn't even was, do the brass tacks like yeah my right? wife's black <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> like i'm um, not carrying no tiki torch okay <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love yeah. bill burr i love his wife nia they They're, just had a beautiful baby Oh no way! Yeah, she's about That's two great. maybe now, two and a half, oh, or maybe three. Whew, it's been a while.
0: I got to meet Bill Burr uh, after one of his <gasps> you shows. Got to meet him? Yeah, oh. I got a picture with him uh, somewhere on my Instagram. Oh sweet! Uh, yeah, uh, he stayed after. I can't. I think it was one of the NAC shows. I've okay. seen him a couple times, and I can't remember which one. Like so much of the comedy just blends together mm-hmm. now, the shows and stuff. So it's hard to say, but. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. He stuck around and, and met with a lot of people and took pictures and stuff. And uh, just nice of him to do that, especially at a big show. Yeah. You know? uh,
2: I've, uh,. I've seen uh, Burt Kreischer at uh, Centerpoint Theater. Yeah, um, I, I was at that show. Yeah, oh yeah, we both were at that yeah, show. I think yeah, we had this I conversation did, before. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw Anthony Jeselnik at the NAC. Oh, cool. And then I saw Ari Shafir in uh, mm-hmm. Toronto. Nice. And How was, that? It was It was amazing. I was kind of like, you know, as when you're a comedian, you kind of get like, you start yawning because... Like, you've been to so many shows mm-hmm. every night. I was doing that, and I was like, No, Janelle, it's Ari Shaffir, Don't yeah. yawn. You can see I was just like trying to hold it and like pretend mm-hmm. like I'm like laughing and I'm not, you know so I could get the yawn out without like distracting you know them.
0: so weird that's because front row. I, you're right front row. Yeah, yeah that's right? why I so was like, look like shit <laughs> Exactly. It. I don't um, want to be
2: yawning in the front row. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what's ridiculous about that is that <laughs> Ari. I saw Ari Shafir uh, one time. I was in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and I saw him at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival uh, in 2018. And I was tired as shit the whole yeah. show. I was yawning and I was trying to enjoy the show as best as possible. Mm-hmm. It was an hour long set. And I was just trying to enjoy the show and I was yawning and it was, I, I mean, I'd been traveling so much. Like I don't blame yeah. the show so much as I was exhausted and I was finally sitting down for like a little while. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, it all oh, comes out, hits you at been once. been walking all day and stuff and then now here I am. I'm, and I was sitting against like a wall. So okay. I was like, I got to lean a bit. It wasn't too bad. Uh, and then I saw him after the show, too, and he was, like, back and forth. Oh, he had so another lucky. he had another one coming up yeah. after, and I, I talked to him for, like, four seconds, just enough to say, like, hey, Ari, and he's like, hey, and I was like, hey, man, do you think I could get a photo with you? He's like, I'm just, like, in between here and the drinks, man, and then I got to get on the next show. He's like, and then I was like, Ari, right, no worries, man, and that was it, and he, oh, okay. he left, and I didn't get to, didn't get a photo, but he, he was, you know, he's nice about it, and yeah. good show and that. And do you know Matt Watson, or? have you heard i
2: have met him at absolute comedy i Mm -hmm. saw him do a a spot there
0: nice yeah he's a really funny guy too so he was a started or i think he probably started before me but he Mm -hmm. was like around like one of the the guys that i think of from like when i was first getting into comedy like back early 2012 2013 okay and he was still he's been around since then and going hard since but he went to edinburgh and lived there for several years now and he does oh, nice. the fringe fest and he does regular shows and he's like full-time comic there and now he's come back and he's done absolute a few so times so
2: good and, like uh yeah. i i see myself a year in and i see the growth i've made and i can't wait to see myself in three more years That's but exciting. i can yeah. see it in matt watson it's just like boom 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 mm-hmm. so clean so superb yeah. And he really captivates, like, the audience is just under his yeah. spell. I, I, I love, can't wait to I be, be there. I love watching
0: him. Super funny guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool to see him in in Edinburgh. I got yeah. to, like, link up with him while he was there. And he was doing a show. And he had this show in this cool, like, they must have packed, like, 70, 80 people in this, like, little cellar <laughs> room uh, where there's no fire regulations. Yeah. And, like, if there was, they'd probably think it was cooler yeah. because it was, like, this cellar. And, like, there was, like, hanging chairs and stuff like it was cool like, i don't know the the fringe is wild i w- yeah. immediately wanted to go back i think that's one of the best for anyone to go but uh that reminds me of, i mean just some of the other questions i was thinking sure. of uh, getting at so like one thing like just about the venue and so like you got in the show you got at this ven- mm-hmm. at the venue at eddie's and then the time comes to like put together the first show like oh, what's yeah. happening yeah. Whew,
2: the first show april uh 9th yeah, 2019 okay.
0: so a few months in between officially to really put everything together yeah from
2: uh... january to april from first starting so mm-hmm. um it was a uh, I i um uh he wasn't my boyfriend at the time but it was helping me uh chris Lapointe. Chris, he yeah. uh he's um very talented <laughs> and uh he helped me with the uh, lighting and the setup um because awesome, he right? has a music background mm-hmm. he knew how to use the uh, speakers and the microphones mm-hmm. and uh showed me where to put everything and um
0: seems to be something that most musicians learn at some point yeah. but comedians never pick exactly. up unless, like unless they're doing a show but i,
2: I mm-hmm. wanted to make my show as um how do you say professional as possible mm-hmm. like i printed out uh um the the list yeah uh, the like i na- like your set list yeah the and uh, your flyers um and actually it's not uh it's not set list okay set list is your uh your joke list mm.
0: lineup your lineup line right, is, right, is right.
2: yes oh, yeah. uh, i learned that from um uh what's his mm. name uh brian uh where it he mm. told me he's like yeah, you keep that saying a, set list set list is your uh, your yeah. your
0: jokes. Good to know the Line jargon, up is right? your. Yeah, I know. I'm
2: still learning. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, but I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have a lineup. I'm going to have it printed out. Um, we're going to I'm going to talk to as many people as I can when they come in, make them feel comfortable. We're going to make sure to say this, this and this as the host, like the just kind of um, mimicking how other people, open mics exactly, yeah, yeah. because uh it, why I fix something that's not broken mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and um but this is so i'm trial by fire i want to i wanted to so the first one i was sweating i was nervous <laughs> um
0: were you performing on the show i too? did i you did were, yeah. were you I, hosting or opening no or no uh, the only uh, time i've hosted
2: right. was september 10th of my first Gotland show okay um fun. was gonna say
0: so yeah, you were at your first. Yeah. show. yeah.
2: I was. I was. I was. I was, I was, I was yes. so nervous. Um, today, even today, when that room is packed, my heart pounds because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I guess I'm just feeling the energy in the room. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this is something I created. It's my baby. I'm like, I'm. I feel that people who are cool as a cucumber sometimes I, you can tell that i really am invested in it because mm-hmm. i still have those overwhelming emotions i'm happy i'm just who i need to take a breather because it's, yeah, it's a big deal well, you yeah. Take it
0: seriously yeah you want it to to come mm-hmm. out right and, to be and i show, take yeah.
2: uh, my show seriously because i've made sure to have a mandate i guess Is that the word to use? Mm -hmm. I make sure to have, as an amateur comedian and amateur producer, I make my open mic for amateurs. Mm -hmm. I do have Mm -hmm. a professional as the host and a Mm -hmm. professional as the feature Mm -hmm. because you got to get the people something. (laughs) You know? And uh, and in the middle is amateur acts. And I don't have a lot of, but I I make sure to follow that formula Mm -hmm. uh, in every single show I have. Even, uh, and if somebody approaches yeah. me, oh, I have a show idea. Janelle, we know you like to do mm-hmm. themes. Can we have this themed oh, show? Cool, right?
0: Yeah, you've done some uh, like what are some of the theme other themes you've I've done?
2: I've done uh three straight bears. It was just the Goldilocks yeah, kind of thing. One, it's yeah, a joke so. on um uh two bears. One, one cave of Bert Kreischer and, (laughs) and, uh, apparent, I didn't know, but there's also two straight men that is Mitch Mm -hmm. and Mike. Find them on YouTube. One million views. (laughs) They're not paying me for this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I've seen there's, there's the two Mitch and Mike's amazing.
2: I like their pizza one that just happened in firefighter. It's awesome.
0: They have a good, um, good rapport, good back and forth and stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, three bears and, uh, what else? um well Gotland mm-hmm. is a theme in itself and, and you did I some music to... ones too right? yes ah, oh, stringing you yeah. along how can i forget Stringy,
0: that yeah i couldn't remember what the name was yeah, yeah
2: stringing you along
0: is it you, do you come up with all the names or just I, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah i always yeah, come I like up you. with
2: all the names mm-hmm. um
0: that's almost part of the, seeing the idea come to life. Eh? Yeah. You come up with this thing and it's like, you know, here we go. It's just, yeah. it, it's,
2: it's like a bing in my head and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, like the, the one that just had like team BDG and the Hill brothers, um, team BDG is three comics that are best friends that hang out with each other all the time. Okay. And that's Ben Hagel, Duncan McQuarrie and, uh, Greg Stringer. And oh, those yeah. three guys are inseparable. <laughs> They're great friends. They're amazing to have a beer with yeah. and they they're uh, they're all great comics. Uh, Ben's been in the game for a while, so is mm-hmm. Greg and Duncan, and
0: they're going to be. I kind be... of rec- recognize their names. I know Greg and uh, some of them. Ben
2: Hagel's Those... like if Louis C.K. and Bill Burr merged together, like Dragon Ball Z style, <laughs> yeah, and, then like 24... yeah, fusion, <laughs> and then was like twenty four. Yeah, fusion, and then was like twenty four years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, he he yeah. secretly never aged. Yeah, yet.
2: Ben Hagel's like a. He's like a ginger from the Bronx, but <laughs> freaking Canadian. That's hilarious. I know. I love him. He's I've a probably, great guy. probably
0: seen him around. Actually, thinking of Bill Bergen, I, it reminded me mm-hmm. when you mentioned him and Chrysler earlier. I saw today or maybe yesterday that they're bringing back the um, Bill Burt podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which is I'm excited. For. I didn't know. I saw bringing it back. I didn't know it yeah. was even a thing at, at first. So now I got to go and listen. I'm to actually. That. So I've, I've been combo. listening to and...
2: Bill Burr's uh, audio podcast for. Yeah. Since 2016.
0: Okay. Oh wait, right. no, 2015.
2: Rhythmia. Right around when I found Joe Rogan,
0: like his his main podcast, yeah. right? Like his, it's usually just him and sometimes his wife, right? And, yeah, Nia. Yeah, yeah, I right.
2: love her, Nubian yeah. goddess. She's beautiful. She's an actor
0: is she yeah. yeah she's been in many is uh, she, Yeah, anything I'm, I'm not very good with movies and I'm, I'm not articles, great with TV <laughs> so yeah. I know oh, I've TV? seen
2: her and I'm like okay. hey that's Bill Burr's wife you nice. know but I don't yeah. remember what I saw I wonder from. if
0: they like did they meet in the biz or like hmm? did they meet in the biz so to speak or
2: <sighs> I think they met at a bar like oh, yeah. Bill Burr goes and it's like or they met a at a friend's place it was or a gathering and he says it too he says uh, he, uh he he met her at a gathering and then um she had to leave, and Bill's like, "Hey, you want to share a cab?" Nice. And she's like, "Yeah, why not?" Right, right. And uh they were talking throughout the night, so there was some rapport. And then they get in the cabin. Bill Burr looks at Nia and's like, "I want to kiss you right now." Nia's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> kind of thing. I don't know. That's not right. exactly how it went, right. but it was like uh only like. That kind of woman mm-hmm. can tame Bill I find like he, like you would yeah, think, yeah, he's
0: lucky, eh? Like he's a special yeah, kind of dude. He is. He's, he's, he's super, a psychopath,
2: but he's a lovable psychopath. Exactly. Yeah, just like Tom Segura, lovable yeah. psychopath.
0: I didn't realize. Yeah, how, um, like, off the Mm -hmm. rails Tom Segura could be, too, until, like... (laughs) You watched uh,
2: your mom's house? Oh, my (laughs) God. I watch it all the time, and I'm like, I this is not safe for work. (laughs) Um, He's got a new special come out, I think, too. Uh, Yeah, Tom Segura does, and so does Christina Pajitsky. She's uh, also working on Another Hour. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to, uh, like... I, I love I love all those guys, but
0: can you imagine doing an hour? Working up to that is yeah, a, like that's that's really that's the professional gold standard of when you've made it, I <laughs> guess, right? When you're doing an hour or you're doing a special, yeah,
2: it's uh, uh, it comes in pieces. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I think it would. It comes together, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
2: Excuse me. So there was uh, some backlash of me doing thirty minutes at a a gig a couple months ago. We're
0: you supposed uh, to do thirty. Um, minutes I'm brand new. Mm-hmm. So,
2: a lot of people are like, you don't even have six. But mm-hmm. I get it. I understand uh, how this.
0: So, are they giving you backlash just because they think you you, haven't, you, I like don't, you don't even have 30? Is I that don't even have to...
2: six to them.
0: Oh. I know. Well, it fuck just. Them. <laughs> I know. Who says you, exactly. have, you have 30 and then, if you I... have 30. It doesn't. And, you know, something can be funny for one day, even when you're doing it. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't
2: get and that it. And so, it was a yeah. mental health. Uh, person of color kind of uh, event mm-hmm. uh, through the Youth Services Bureau. Okay. And they wanted someone who has like, I used to be a um, uh, full disclosure, I used to be a street kid when I was okay. younger. And um, I got off the streets and I have a very interesting background and um, quite the character. And they would like someone like me to uh, represent the event as a comedian mm-hmm. and uh, just Show them. joke tell my story mm-hmm. and it was going to be half an hour of that mm-hmm. you know in between jokes and uh, i i was like oh my god it's going to be like a ted talk <laughs>
1: yeah
2: and um uh they changed the date on me last minute mm. so i put on occ hey i've already discussed the price this is how much they were going to pay me if anyone got 30 minutes Shoot me a message. I'll send them your way because I can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. And the flack that came with that. People and, were,
0: just because like you you got a paying job that somebody had offered you like, a paying job, basically, of and they felt one, that it should have been theirs. Yeah,
2: one girl who's been in the scene for a while <laughs> wanted to let me know that at this time, I do not even have six minutes. Don't even think of trying to do 30. You're going to fail. Don't even try. And I get it. It was it was constructive criticism to like the 18th degree but yeah, I felt more so I, I unfortunately I did feel a little bit of attacked in that way mm-hmm. like dude you don't even know because at the time they didn't even know what the show was entailed so yeah, they didn't know react- what they were reactionary
0: yeah. bullshit but that's to, occ
2: uh, comedians yeah. were all troubled we're all yeah. some of us Nah, not you you're perfect nah, you <laughs> please <laughs> don't say that i'm <laughs> so not <today. laughs> just joking i'm playing i'm playing and nobody's only, perfect
0: all, i all the, my only difference between me and a lot of them is that i have a day job yeah th- there it is <laughs> that's the difference yeah i have a job i'm
2: a security guard by profession I'm not lie,
0: yeah. that helps it doesn't it does help when you have a job a bit if you yeah. can at least you can pay But there's, yeah, all comedians got something going Mm -hmm. on. I have no time, like, I don't spend any time engaging on. Uh, like i'm very purposeful i guess with my use of the internet and, yeah. and social media like it's it's direct, if it's not helpful it's... why bother yeah, i get yeah, you yeah, yeah. i get you that's just my way of and really it's more it's and... it's
2: kind of almost like a high school mentality but there is a lot of the jokes where people like take jabs at each other but they're really good friends and yeah i love that stuff yeah that's all yeah there's
0: no reason to be just yeah. like shitty but, exactly
2: uh, yeah. but there's always yeah. a there's always a target there's always someone that like
0: People have motives, you know, eh, whatever exactly. it is. i like,
2: uh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
0: No, I was just uh, going to say, like, you know, everyone has – they're trying to meet some end, mm-hmm. and some people are trying to work towards something. Like, yeah. I've had people not be negative towards me, but also have, like, uh, just in the way that they – or type of criticism that they would give me and, yeah. and stuff like that, too, just based on where I'm at in comedy or what I'm doing or mm-hmm. the fact that, like, some people think it's – uh, it's not a good idea to like post videos on social media because <laughs> whatever. They're like, oh, you don't even have... like. How are you going to put together this much time? And then you're posting all your jokes. And then I was like, first of all, you realize there's a lot of people who watch comedy that aren't in the room when I'm telling a joke. There's yeah. like 50 to 100 people, maybe 20 people, maybe 15 people. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're in a room telling... But then if you do a good joke and people laugh and then it actually turns out well and then you can put it online there's hundreds more people that actually know you who want to enjoy that yeah. movie. And then there's millions more people who might have it one day that might like it oh, too. Yeah. So it's like, but anyways, people will be like, well, how are you doing? And like, it's not something that comes at me a lot, but no. I've heard that. And yeah. Like there's and it's, a culture, it's, it's also
2: yeah. a way to kind of like trademark your joke in a way. Like I said yeah, this joke,
0: exactly. you know, I've or. I've already had that help me. Out yeah. yeah.
2: Or go back in time and say, oh, I forgot about that bit. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, remodel it for yep. the skills and the tricks i know now because mm-hmm. i actually uh uh have a joke i would love to tell you right now it's one it's my best joke it's my oldest joke
0: yeah i'm into it so when i was
2: younger um i was making jokes in my head and i remembered it when i became uh, a comedian uh, older i was uh, i guess i was like 12 and uh or 13 and i would go up to people you know like hey do you ever went to subway in order to meet long football <laughs> and it was that it was, it was that simple. And uh, I love to say it to because they always laugh at the meat long part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh and when I became a comedian I was writing down all my jokes that I knew off my head, like mm. the ones I've made originals, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I have this one, but it's so it's too vanilla. It's too mm. vanilla for today's audience. How bit. can I generalize it today? Mm-hmm. And then I uh I wrote it and I worked it and I cut the fat and now it's um have you ever went to subway tripping on acid in order to meet long football?
1: <laughs>
2: no. Of course not, right? No, Cuz acid doesn't make you hungry. That's PCP. <laughs> you can eat a whole baby on PCP. <laughs> And that's the new joke. That's it. it. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. (laughs) I said it to my mom, and she's like, That's not funny. I'm like, Uh, and she's like, People eat babies on PCP. (laughs) And then my dark mind, I didn't want to say it out loud. I'm like, Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But my, um, I have a lot of dark, cringe, cute humor, and that's like, Did you ever
0: listen to Chris D'Elia's podcast? Yeah. It just made me think of that episode when he's like, "Mm, Yum the thighs are the best part the what <laughs> when he's like the thighs are the best yes. <laughs> part mm, Yeah, i mean he's doing like the robot thing with yeah. the, the, some weird fuck who was uh talking about kids thighs or something
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it's a uh, we're we're joking it's nothing it's not supposed to be ta- like if anything it's uh facetious or facetious 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 yeah. uh mm-hmm. And it all comes with comedy, and it's very subjective. I learned very quickly: do not tell your mother of your craziest dark joke. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
2: uh... Uh, because my mom is more like <clears throat> she's younger, so I thought uh, she would understand. Because yeah, because yeah. she also likes dark humor, but only yeah. her like she loves Paul Mooney. Okay. And um, I don't know Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard yeah. Yeah, Pryor. Yeah, Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor. Mm. You, go uh they mm-hmm. were hand in hand the way yeah. back in the day until they had a falling out mm. yeah
0: yeah i uh don't remember where i was just gonna go with that Jesus no way it's all good
2: yeah uh, oh uh can i talk about Gotland?
0: yeah absolutely yeah, good, good.
2: so it's actually at carlton university the third oh, installment it, oh, the third okay cause yeah. yeah i thought
0: that it was gonna be at uh Or the last one was at Algonquin.
2: So the first one was at Eddie's Diner, and we made it like five bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think it would get such a cult following, um, Mm -hmm. but it was an all-Indigenous lineup. Uh, Excuse me. It was the time I hosted uh, for the first time, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and APTN covered it. It was in the news, nice, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually issued.
0: Yeah, I think this... I saw some like articles, yeah. and there was definitely some posts and things about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: this this month, I'm uh, issued in a magazine.
0: Nice. I'm still definitely. waiting for it in the mail. That's exciting. Yeah,
2: yeah and uh, the first one, September coverage 10. of the
0: show mostly. Yeah, and, and yeah, I
2: had right. uh, uh, same uh, amateurs and professionals. Mm-hmm. Don Kelly. Uh, featured it yeah for you each know? of
0: the Gotlands you mean oh any, uh, any no no
2: guys? uh so don kelly featured the first one mm-hmm. uh sorry headlined the first one and then the second yep. one he hosted mm-hmm. and then um he could not make the third one but we got um jen hayward
1: nice. who's a yep.
2: metis woman and she's going to be hosting the one that's next week on wednesday mm-hmm. and i'm going to be headlining my first Scotland show
0: exciting yeah we're gonna good. be
2: doing my 15 minutes
0: <laughs> nice well, what date is yeah. it Sorry again?
2: uh january 15th
0: january f- oh it's like, this coming right yep, up. yep this yeah. wednesday coming up uh, i wish i could be there i met uh in toronto that's nah, the okay there'll be many 14th more 14th to the fifth yeah. like literally only for two hey, days but, uh, if you
2: ever come sit front row because we always need a white guy to point out <laughs> okay perfect
0: yeah. nice yeah. lumberjack looking white man too uh, <laughs> yeah so it's been successful that show, like yeah, um
2: it's amazing. I struck gold.
0: Yeah, I mean, you probably had it seems, from my point, like one of these like fastest growing shows. Given that you started in you know mm-hmm. January of last year, Eddie's is really taken up. Yeah. And actually, that was one of the things I was going to ask was, uh, so you you mentioned earlier you kept like a good structure. You yeah. always wanted to kind of keep that format, but then I also noticed lately too you've been accepting. Uh, like you changed the way that you were accepting names or instead of doing it always on social, sometimes you'd accept them before. I was wondering what yeah. led you to, oh, was that just a that,
2: that, like, that strategic change? Or? When I first started, um, uh, OCC, uh, I think it was Tash Navid, he, uh, he does the Wellington Eatery and a mm-hmm. new show. He, he said, oh, because you have a new venue, there's a note on OCC that tells new comedians where to go and just write your detail, the details about your show there. Yeah. So nuke and like I wrote there when I first started. If you're new to comedy, personal message like PM me mm-hmm. or post spot when I ask for. And then now people are just messaging me all the okay. time, and I feel like I need to stay true to.
0: Well, I thought hit that hit me that a that message. Was, I'll put uh, you on my show. <laughs> no, I, I thought that yeah. that was cool, and I, I mean, it speaks somewhat to the success of the show the fact that mm-hmm. you are you're pre-booking stuff now at this yeah. point and that's just through the natural you know interest and in, in the yeah. growth of it basically and I'm trying
2: um, to catch up right now so the holidays yeah. was a good time to slow down um, yeah. so
0: I'd remind me again like what's the regularity of the show How often do you do it what nights do you do it It's and, a
2: Eddie uh, comedy yeah. at Eddie's is a bi-weekly uh, yeah. show on Tuesdays. And I do it uh, every second Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's an early show. It starts at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. and runs till 9. And we have two shows that are book solid right now. And that's Team BDG and the Hill Brothers. And, and when you say
0: book solid, you mean like, did you have like an event created on Facebook that's filled up? Or like, what, how do you know it's booked? Or you have reservations? I have
2: or... a little notepad on my, okay, on my of desk. That it's
0: all the people who of are Of all the people here.
2: who are, will be on
0: that So you so. know that the whole... Room like it's going to be filled to capacity already. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. like,
2: uh, book solid through comedians. Oh, okay, I, I got
0: gotcha, gotcha. The That's audience is
2: comedy. always give or take.
0: Yeah, the audience is uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, you know exactly who's already booked up for the next couple yeah. of shows coming up. And, uh, yes,
2: and um. Do you think Uh, you find
0: that advantageous, like to already know who's coming up, or was it easier to do it? It's almost out
2: of sight, out of mind, and then a couple Mm -hmm. weeks beforehand, I'll give everybody a message: "Hey, you still?" And then Mm -hmm. some people drop out. I can fill people in, and that's how it
0: works. You find a lot of people drop out, or like, is everyone pretty consistent? There's usually
2: one or two that drop out every show, but the last one, nope.
0: It's like, why? Why would people be, or like? Probably not like life. the guys who come around, right? Or just something comes up. Oh uh, right? yeah, just yeah. life.
2: Uh, okay. Someone's car broke down. Someone's having a bad day. Someone's really sick.
0: Mm. Can't it's get a sitter. Because it's such a commodity. These like here mm-hmm. in, in Ottawa, particularly the comedy scene is. It's a like having a getting a spot on a stage or mm-hmm. in, in front of an audience is a commodity, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, it's something of value to be able to do that, and that's why I think there's such a demand for it at this point.
2: Yeah it's a, a that's, a uh that's uh that mic time that stage time
0: exactly yeah. um
2: i just uh i did a set at swizzles last night mm-hmm. and i didn't do so well i did Why uh Sun swizzles so, yeah. um the monday before i did great um i uh i talked to uh one of the guys who's been in the scene for a bit after i got off stage during the break and i'm like oh, i didn't do great up there do you got any pointers for me like mm-hmm. serious pointers and he told me, he's like, you're trying to do too many things at once. You're hmm. trying to do crowd work. You're trying to do a persona. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. And it almost came out like schizophrenic, uh, like you didn't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's a that's so yeah. true. I need to focus on one thing and, you know, get that down pack and yeah. my boom, boom, booms ready.
0: And one of the best advice I ever got is one of the things you said earlier was just trimming the fat. Yes. Like just. And the same goes for any production, I think, at the end of the day, like you, if all you have is up to that amount, then it's never going to be as good. Like it's always when you have a lot going on and then you trim away all the stuff that you know what you're left with Mm -hmm. is, is what's good. And the same goes for writing and everything like comedy and science alike, whatever it is, it's. What you get left with at the end is usually the best. you got to start with lots, yep. you know, just like an architect or whatever. You're a builder. You, you have a brick, and you got to break it down, and then you're mm-hmm. left with the masterpiece, ideally, right?
2: Is this uh, show heavily censored? I'm, I'm scared to say the next thing I want to say. It
0: doesn't need to be censored at all. Okay, I was just like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I um,
2: so last night, uh, I, I knew where I tripped up, where I lost my persona, where I mm-hmm. lost my rhythm, is... Uh, I I do a Steven Seagal bit. Okay. And the Steven Seagal bit starts with... um, I feel very insecure today. I went to go get my hair did. I asked for a Kim Kardashian, and I left with the Steven Seagal. And then I get into my Steven Seagal bit. I don't want to give it away.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) And then I end with... um, If... You hand Steven Seagal a carrot, he'll eat it in front of you. <laughs> I know. And then some people laugh, but my boyfriend laughed the hardest. Yeah. But the next line. Chris after- laughs harder us know. so much. I love he's, it. He's a gas leak. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the next line was, speaking of sexual predators, and but because Chris laughed and everyone's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's uh-huh. my boyfriend speaking a sexual (laughs) predator he left he he came back right after but I was like and I tripped up I ran I I just I was like I just called my boyfriend a sexual predator in front of a room full of people (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and I think that's what uh, uh, because the Steven Seagal bit went great um, uh, to what like it is now because it's Mm -hmm. still fresh and new Mm
0: I love the new bit
2: yeah and then after that just like <laughs> but again i'm trying to new th- too many things and it's uh, also mm. the nerves because mm. i still get a little nervous up a there nervous, yeah. yeah it's uh i, I, I need get to a, breathe
0: a little bit less every time i think oh, yeah. uh, it's good to have some nerves but in general like public speaking uh, being in front of an audience and doing that is something i've done for a long time now so it's it comes, it's transferable that skill yeah. and this comfortability. I, I think I
2: also was taping myself, and every time I tape uh, okay. myself, I feel a little extra Honest nervous. About
0: it, right? Maybe it'll you could eliminate that if you just taped every time because yeah. then it's. Uh, it's I a should, new, uh, Yeah, I'm
2: actually buying a camcorder yeah. for that exact oh, reason. Yeah.
0: yeah, I should. I, I want to upgrade to that. Like I got this guy, but it's not great for filming in clubs. I wouldn't uh, want to bring that. Bad boy into a club yeah, anyway you know, It's better for High light rooms Not low yeah. light Like my Honestly my phone Provides the best uh, yeah. Camera Like even Like I had a, Like my buddy Arashi Came in and he filmed mm-hmm. And like even with his Like nice big DSLR Like the two of them Were comparable There wasn't yeah. one much better But the issue is Some of the clubs uh, Some of the venues Have like fluorescent lighting And yeah. flickers So the film doesn't come out oh, yeah. as right Which uh, is annoying
2: I heard Absolute Comedy has a problem yeah, with that, especially yeah. on the ground floor for uh, Mondays.
0: Uh, the other way around, actually. It's upstairs? In my experience. The upstairs has a bad flicker. The okay. downstairs is really clear to film. Oh, okay.
2: Maybe I got, yeah. I'm got them mixed yeah. up. Or,
0: at least I, like, I have really good footage from the basement and from the upstairs, yeah. but the, the upstairs stuff is still... It's the one that has the flicker okay. in it, and I've tried different angles, different cameras yeah. and different Is it the spots. lighting? It's, it's the type of light i believe and i think like people like camera guys i know have tried to like explain you can adjust it. something to do with the like the camera or the the lights are flickering at whatever rate you yeah know, like 60 frames per second or 30 frames a second and then your camera's going at the other rate so yeah. you see it in the background but i assume like all the i don't know i don't know enough about the, <laughs> no i hear you i hear you that. i would so i, I would do my to, best
2: to try to uh yeah i've just to limited if i could
0: yeah and it's i've got some of the funniest like best reactions i've had have been in there and some of that footage i've just put it out anyways oh, like even good. with the the flicker hey, i've edited I mean, it as much yeah. as possible and that's what you it, do it is you it man is, it's
2: it, like people were recording a recording on razor phones back in the day exactly. you know what i'm saying like Laser. uh one of uh the best uh uh i said what's her name margaret cho hmm.
0: like
2: one of the best things I've seen is on the very grainy YouTube thing, and I'm like, oh, is that right? like some older vers- original, old original yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just
0: film it, get it out. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. Like people yeah. try to record Dave Chappelle, but he now has those special bags where you have yeah. to put your phone away.
0: Yeah, smart. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know anyone else who does it other than if you're going to like a political. Yeah, <laughs> you're like he's that serious about it, but no, it's it's yeah. good because that happened to. Uh, like, Louie recently. And yeah. like somebody filmed his whole set. Well, like they filmed the audio. Yeah, or... and then they put it... Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I will go back to what Joe Rogan says. He's like, you can't be filming famous comedians in open mics because they're trying new stuff out mm-hmm. your... You're ruining the, exactly. the you're ruining the future special because that mm-hmm. that that bit they're doing is not tight, it's not right. Yeah. You know, it's 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 getting there, it's working. Yeah, it still on might
0: it. be funny for some people, but yeah, it's like yeah. You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah, else exactly, so. you're
2: yeah. ruining it for everybody yeah. else. Like, but that's that that's what you get, right? Like, yeah. people are like, oh, it's Louis C.K. Hot topic, and they're gonna they don't care. They're like, this is what you get for being a public figure, and yeah yeah i don't get it man it's like they're still human they're Mm -hmm. still you know people
0: so your shows the when you so you start out at eddie's you end up starting out producing another show Mm -hmm. where do you see like what what's your goals for this year (laughs) and that sort of thing like what do you hope to to 2020 continuing gotland you're continuing eddie's Um, gotland
2: um, hopefully uh, with the uh, help from some people in Cornwall, mm-hmm. we'll, uh, I'll have a Gotland in Cornwall, Toronto, and...
0: That's a really cool yeah, uh, idea. That's great if the, you can, like, connect all that. And, like, it would be amazing.
2: Yeah. Um, like I said how, before, how, I just struck gold with all this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm playing footsie with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I said, more space is the only thing um, I, I would love here. But is. what
2: I really want, like, in the future mm-hmm. is my dream my goal to be on the saint denis theater just for saint
0: Denis Theater, yeah. yeah is that's like one of the ones in montreal like yeah. that montreal just for us yeah, yeah
2: montreal well when i was younger and i like on vhs as i mm-hmm. tape recorded every like richard jenny and all them guys from back in the day every canadian um comic comic there's out there like uh kenny robinson and uh um oh, i want to name them all <laughs> yeah just a lot of inspiration uh, yeah lots eh? of inspiration mm-hmm. and it was always uh here at the saint Denis theater yeah. Like and, it was just like, oh, and then it's so like oh no it's over
0: uh, and, i can see you making yeah. it one day you're, you're on the right track so. right this is I, it. yeah, it's all just is, one day at a time this is my
2: dream this is yeah. my goal like people want to do this as a hobby all mm-hmm. for it but like this is like i'm I'm 100% in. And, uh, I love it. Yeah. Through the scandals, through the drama, through the blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm gonna like.
0: It's all part of the ride.
2: 100%. But, yeah.
0: 100%. <laughs> I love the Montreal Comedy Festival, too. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been a few times, and actually, mm-hmm. that's where I've got to meet the most, like, comedians that I've, I've met yeah. was usually there because there's so many of them there all at the same yeah. time and they're around. And, like, if you're in the right place at the right time, like, mm-hmm. I've got to meet a lot of cool guys there. And, uh, I've seen when I, I think this was it was one of the places that really got me into comedy too. Like my dad's reason I got into Dad? comedy, like he used to just play play comedy records a all lot. The time, right? yeah, yeah, records and, and tapes. We'd go on family trips, and instead of like music, the whole trip it would be so like comedy cool. records and stuff. And like
2: George Carlin,
0: and yeah, he man, it's just it's so funny because he's. Okay, I just gotta be uh, just gotta be out <laughs> with it. The uh, you no, know, my dad really loved like Jeff Foxworthy. Really. Oh,
2: I love Jeff Foxworthy, really. yeah. hilarious um, guy. Yeah. I love
0: him, but it's so funny like when I tell comics that because like he's so not like the comic for well, comedians for some people. Well, actually, like, there
2: is a wanna... big stigma. Like one of the things for Gotland is we're trying to get Don Burnstick, the famous indigenous, the most famous indigenous comedian of North America. At Algonquin College, at the theater, That'd be I want to get him here May 2020. It's another thing I'm working on right mm-hmm. now. But um, for uh, there's uh, a stigma around Don. Like, I love you, Don. I love you, Don. I'm trying to get you here, mm-hmm. but some people have Come it on, in their Don. mind. Come on. that he is the Larry Cable guy of Indigenous comedy, right. yeah, And I'm like,
1: okay.
2: don't bug like don't like rag on his craft he knows what he's doing like Like, everyone like he people like oh there's uh there's other people funnier or there's other people who are tasteful and i'm like ah whatever man like you you, are you gonna you
0: like him right uh, yeah i love him i'm like you don't go up to uh, picasso's earlier
2: work and be like hmm this other guy's better than you so i'm just gonna go over there exactly like like, i i get it you you want to I, it's an opinion. Everybody mm. got one, but I love Don so he, he makes me he makes me laugh. And right. I want um. It's not even Gotland that I'm having Don stick It's the Don Burnstick. I want to represent right. him yeah. in Ottawa, because he uh, helped mentor me indirectly. Like sponsored
0: by Gotland. Yeah, thing,
2: really. yeah. <laughs> sponsored yeah. by Gotland. Yeah. I love it. Um,
0: How do you go about booking your your Gotland, like these other venues? So, like at Eddie's, it worked out. Your Mm -hmm. sister worked there. How do you go about getting the other venues you booked? So,
2: it's. Sounds uh, like some
0: people have come to you, eh? Yeah. It's Uh, it's probably. Carlton, you came to me.
2: And uh, Algonquin College, I went to them.
0: I, uh, because I'm a a
2: student there. And uh, I went to the events coordinator and I told her, like, I have the show. I Mm -hmm. gave her, uh, it was like two months after the. It was like September, November. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like two months after the first one. And I told her about the success of it and um, what our mandate is and how it, and she was all for it. And she, she jumped at the opportunity Mm -hmm. and she said, at any time, if I want to have another show, just give her a ring. I'm like, I love it. So
0: you were able to like book a room Mm -hmm. uh, or like, did you get one of the theaters or how did that go? I
2: I got the observatory.
0: The observatory. Just like like I got
2: Oolies at uh, Carlton U. Is that how you say it?
0: Uh, oh, Ollies, Ollies, Ollie's Ollie, yeah. Ollie, Ollie.
2: And what am I saying?
0: Ollie? Ollies, it's, it's,
2: oh, I
1: Ollie's. said Ollies. I yeah. said like, Ollie's, Ollies like Ollies, Ollies, no? oh, Ollies. Yeah. Sorry. Ollie's,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. And see, well, actually, that makes sense that you you get Ollies for that because actually, mm-hmm. like, I was the president of the Carlton Comedy Club in, oh. for like a, multiple years, and and my buddy George Burnick was the vice president of the Carlton Comedy Club. It's since folded because no. we just like Other same thing. Endeavors. I stopped doing comedy for a couple of years, right? Yeah. A few years and. Uh, so it's since folded and also like George had to move away. And yeah. so we didn't have the, there's certain criteria you need to have a club. At, at yeah. Carleton, and that's basically. how anime
2: clubs die. <laughs> I used to have an anime club when yeah. I was in high school. Yeah.
0: And d- so, well, like at Carlton though, if you, and I imagine in other universities, if you have an official club mm-hmm. with an actual like body of people, like, so we, that's why yeah. we had to have a president, a vice president and up to like 10 members to make an official club. Mm-hmm. But then they give you funds and stuff like up to I can't remember like five hundred or a thousand dollars like a year basically to do events or to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we tried and, and part of the whole thing we wanted to be doing shows yep. um, out of all these. And actually, it's kind of funny I haven't thought about this in a while because I spent more time now looking into doing like live shows, YouTube mm-hmm. shows, and um, doing my like stand-up comedy. Yep. And have since, I guess, lost interest in the idea of producing my own actual show. But I'm loving talking to producers of shows. Mm -hmm. But this is, yeah, we were trying to do it at Ollie's. Anyways, the feedback, and and we we weren't able to book there because I guess they did have comedy several years before even we were there. So this was like 2014, 13. And then even before that, I guess they had comedy before, five years ago, six, ten years ago. And they had a bad experience with it at Ollie's. But anyways, because this is... uh, you know, a Gotland show. <laughs> I think yeah. it, it might still be, it might be a bit, it could still be a foul show, um, but it it might be more PC than like what so they had problems with or something. I don't know, but not that you can really ever censor comics.
2: Colleges about, so. are interesting.
0: It's weird, yeah. And
2: universities are their own creature. What you can say at a college, you might not be able to say at a university. And mm. um, I'm not worried. Because I know all my people sets.
0: Do you mind trying to open? Just, I think he's trying to get out there. If you can open that door just a little bit, and he'll. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Did you get out? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Or okay, awesome. Thanks. It's hard to tell with the curtain, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks. No problem.
2: Right. Um, I know all my comedian sets pretty much, and I think okay, be that's fine. cool too. Yeah, I think the worst would be mine. Because <laughs> I'm the dark comic, mm-hmm. right? I'm the one that goes, mm-hmm. I, I go to the line and see if yeah. I can step across it. Yeah, I but, think uh,
0: be good at all, so uh, that'll be fun. It's, yeah. it's a nice nice little venue. I've so had like...
2: a lot of friends go to uh, Carleton University. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always felt like Carleton University was something I would never be able to do, but someone said something to like me.
0: Doing a show there? Or no, no, kind of
2: just or go just as going, a student. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not as smart as I'm. But I heard, a, I heard something like the other day. It's like, can you read? Yes, then you can go to university or you can go to college. Yeah, you
1: could. I'm yeah. sure you could do university it's, if you want to. It's a lot to. of it people
2: feel if you like it. Or yeah, if you even care about it. It's, you you know? exactly. It's just when you grow up in uh, poverty, mm-hmm. you feel. You uh, are always less than, like mm, some but sort
0: of like implicit bias. Or yeah, a,
2: exactly. Yeah. And you you kind of wear it mm-hmm. because you're that right. then it means if you make it true, then it then you you're not to blame for not trying.
0: Yeah, so, you yeah. know. So that we have a vic- but,
2: victory. But um, yeah. thanks to. Uh, um, Twelve. The
0: whole thing swivels if you want to sit back or forward. That doesn't. So does the arm. Okay. Cool. cool. Sorry. You want it to be uh, a fist for my face. Well, yeah, but it's up to six to twelve inches for this one. But also, I just meant the the four that it was forward facing not into the side so if it swiveled too much then it would be like uh,
2: oh okay is yeah. that better yeah, yeah i think okay. so it's, okay. it sounded
0: fine the whole time but okay. just if you feel like you no, want no, to be okay out. yeah i
2: am i was like trying to if you
0: want to be comfortable here. But the seat's adjustable too
2: i might be outing myself here um
0: should we stop here right now no 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 <laughs> no, no
2: it's uh uh, do uh, my whole life changed? I stopped uh, labeling myself as a victim per se. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started reading like the Twelve Rules to Life,
0: oh, an antidote book. to chaos. Right. Yeah, and the it's, 12, uh, 12 Rules to Life is that um, JP's book? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he, I have it out there. I haven't started it yet. But, yeah, I've
2: uh, watched every lecture he's ever made. <laughs> I've, he's a
0: uh, smart guy. He, uh, mm-hmm.
2: And uh, we call him Daddy Kermit because a lot of us <laughs> don't have dads. And yeah. it's the stuff your dad was supposed to teach you, you yeah. know, growing up. And if you didn't have one, you you yeah. missed it. Hence all the school shooters. I see. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm working on a bit about it.
0: Like The South Park episode with school shooters yeah. was insane. I don't know if you saw it, but it was no, right, ruthless and clever yeah? to, the perf- oh, yes, to the perfect. Yes, yes, degree yes
2: i did see that uh,
0: also savagely misogynistic though yeah. <laughs> the whole episode I know. <laughs> still mm-hmm. i, I was a very funny episode i'm working but on yeah. a bit
2: where uh ted bundy's mother should have bought him ice cream more
0: <laughs> probably
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> what what you it, it's just a it, it's a there's a pattern mm-hmm. and it, it and you it's an irrefutable pattern and if you if you don't look at the pattern you're not gonna help like solve you know mm-hmm. there's not going to be a solution to the 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 under like the the seeded little the the root cause of a lot of evil and destruction that comes with a child's mind
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know and <laughs> like they say oh well my son's not murdering small pets well none that you know of
0: yeah maybe he's just good at it <laughs> yeah maybe he's good at
2: hiding it yeah. You know what I mean? I was watching this. Um,
0: or he's, He takes easy he's like a murder pyro. So yeah. he, no, I murder him and then I burn him. Yeah. And then there's, that's why you never find him. He says it. he's
2: playing <laughs> with Timmy in the woods. There's no Timmy.
0: But all of a sudden <laughs> there's a forest fire. Yeah, exactly.
2: I was watching a, <laughs> a like, a, not true crime, uh, but it was like one of
0: those. Like the podcast one or um, the, the TV? No, like I watched. I've heard of some. Podcast like a true crime product, yeah. I
2: watch, uh, I don't watch the podcast once. I watch yeah. the kind of like a uh, guy talking about it, but he mm-hmm. has the imagery, the like the interrogations, the yeah. blah blah blah. And it was about a, a, a young guy who murdered two teenagers, and the town knew he was messed up, mm-hmm. but he was beautiful, he was a jock, he had blonde hair he looked like he was going places but he had a cooler Mm -hmm. in the woods filled with dead animal heads and people knew
0: knew about his cooler. they they knew
2: that he was doing it but no one said anything because they thought he was going to go somewhere
0: Oh, they're like, oh, he's going to turn this around. Yeah. He's, t- he's coming back from this.
2: I know. It's crazy. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with the human condition. Like, mm. Mindhunter. Like, even the characters on yeah. that show is amazing.
0: I have been told that I should get into it. You should. I, I'm sure I would You'd like it. I think uh, it's very much like the kind of thing I w- I'm into. They're I, very I, true yeah.
2: to the... Uh, the the psychopaths or sociopaths, mm-hmm. the um, antisocial personality disorders, right. the DID, the uh, everything—they're very true to portraying <laughs> um, uh, what the, the challenges out, these men or women had. Wait, yeah. I haven't—I don't think there's any women on there. I think it's all men right now. Hmm. But the I'm like, a mind hunter, yeah, so. there's a uh, YouTube thing called "Female Killers," and it's all hmm. about female serial killers or female killers and it's crazy how much they all like to poison people
0: oh is that what they like to do that's i mean yeah, women like to poison the, the, i mean the historic mythology of female assassins was usually poison too right like mm-hmm. in greek mythology yeah. it was always yeah uh, I it's because they butter, cook so, well hmm.
2: a lot of them cook a lot it's of them, it's uh it's like oh if i do just a little by little and it was like the arsenic just a little by little or yeah. the rat poison little by little or the lead or
1: Yeah, yeah okay. and
2: they they were like no one's ever gonna suspect. Sneak, sneak, yeah. it's just a little shake of this, a little yeah. shake of that. I'm like, Oh my god, you crazy person. It's um or <laughs> women, the women insulin. So patience. Yeah, yeah. Or the insulin overdoses of the nurse that uh the oh, most prolific that? female serial killer of Canada. That. She was a nurse mm-hmm. um and she would just kill Uh, the elderly Mm -hmm. in a hospice care or um, not hospice yeah Yeah, and she uh, yeah she would just pump them full of insulin until they they died it's crazy again Mm -hmm. poisoning in a way yeah
0: basically yeah toxic
2: not even cooking yeah making (laughs) (laughs) she she graduated (laughs) that's 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 aggressive oh yeah
0: oh my goodness
2: but that that's where my mind goes so that's why I try to do comedy and stuff Mm -hmm. because uh the earth is not perfect no one's perfect mm-hmm. everything's not roses and uh but uh even with um talking about my indigenous culture um in my comedy i'm trying to bring some things that are like have a like a dark undertone to the light if mm-hmm. you will like be Create a dialogue where yeah. people are scared to talk about mm-hmm. certain things.
0: Comedy is a great channel for that. Yeah, oh, if, yeah. You can, if you can do it effectively, mm-hmm. and there's some some comics are really good the big at word it. To, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's, a, it, it's an extra layer mm-hmm. and an extra layer of content but challenge as well yeah. for the comedian like you have to have a f- good good sets and then on top of that you got to layer this this yeah. into it somehow Just gonna like, be can tough, you do it tastefully
2: like, uh... and
1: well mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean so I've, yeah.
0: I've had this experience just briefly not mm-hmm. with uh like my race or culture but with my job i guess like i don't oh, yeah i haven't done any jokes ever about science i just mm-hmm. don't i don't know i don't mix those things yet so it's like a weird mesh of like uh um, yeah being able to like if i want to do something science-y related i feel like i need to layer it in there and oh, yeah. i can't just like drop it in there exactly. really briefly like it needs to be made you know I, I, yeah <laughs> i just thought of one differently I'm like and... where
2: did the uh where <laughs> where did the um <laughs> where did the action potential go to rest at the synapse
0: Boom! <laughs> sorry, <I don't> know. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, somebody told me, oh, I can't remember what it was. Somebody like sent me a, a brain joke like that recently too, like mm-hmm. a one-liner. Uh, we love that shit. I love <laughs> it. I know. I do too. Um, yeah. Me and
2: my boyfriend right now we argue about how to pronounce uh, malleolus. He says mm. it's malleolus. I say it's malleolus. And uh, apparently, yeah. the Latin is uh, mali. What, what malleolus, malleolus, and it's too similar. I know, similar. so I'm like
0: I would be inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not even sure what it is. It's I'm the ankle thinking. bone. Okay, it's but uh, like the way that you see, well, it not sounds ankle more, bones, um,
2: like not the joint. It's more like it's, more like, the, like, it's like that like. protruding bone off your yeah. ankle. You have your mm. right and your left malleoli. Okay, yeah, so it's just, I love anatomy and physiology. <laughs> it's part of the massage yeah, therapy I'm
0: is needed, especially. It's something that's definitely a misconception about neuroscientists that mm-hmm. we're, like, perfect with our neuroanatomy, oh, too. People <laughs> always ask about brain regions and this and that, and, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm familiar with a lot of them, but certainly not nearly all of them, and I'm definitely not, mm-hmm. like... in. People will spend their whole career, like as yeah. a neuroscientist, focusing on even just one brain region, or oh, yeah. one like whole, like one unit, you know, which encompasses a few. Like they can spend a career just doing work on that thing. You which can is pretty amazing. spend a
2: whole career just on the pituitary gland, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: it's uh, which one? The anterior, the posterior, uh, <laughs> the hypothalamus, the thalamus, the pons, the medulla, you know, the frontal lobe, the occipital. You know, it's all. It's so. I love the.
0: I love the hypothalamus. Yeah, the I
2: love the hypothalamus it's, uh, too.
0: Yeah. a great brain region. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, uh, I also like the posterior uh, pituitary because it doesn't, um, it's a, more of a storage area. <laughs> it doesn't create its own hormones. It just kind of mm. hides there. Uh, and uh, I, I find too, like, have you noticed that a lot of people who suffer from mental illness have had a severe brain injury?
0: There can definitely is, is a correlation. Yeah, there is a correlation. Uh, of developing mental illness mm-hmm. after brain injuries, for yeah. sure. Uh, there's also a correlation with things like creativity, though, too. Yep. Like, brain injuries can lead to a lot of things. I heard, and it's one of the yeah, things I Yeah, I heard someone could most, play though.
2: piano after they had a huge accident once. And it's like,
0: mm-hmm. what? Interesting things like that happen. Yeah. It's this, uh, the orbital frontal cortex mm-hmm. has some interesting implications. When it's been damaged, that leads to, like, increases in people's creativity for some mm-hmm. reason and there's certain dementias like frontotemporal dementia in some individuals as well mm-hmm. leads to this weird like creative phases and there's it's not like a, a thing that happens all the time and it probably not even most of the time yeah. in fact it's it's very much more rare Phenomenal. but there's these ar- documented cases of famous artists musicians etc yeah. And then you go through and you read their biographies and and it tracks like, you know, they were very mentally ill and they were during these episodes when certain things Mm -hmm. would be produced or they created this sonnet or this piece or this orchestra or, uh, you know, big symphony sort of thing when they were in a a manic state or, Mm -hmm. or something like that.
2: This is just a PSA from Matt and Janelle. Do not hit yourself over the head.
0: Yeah, please, avoid, please <laughs> avoid brain injuries at all costs. Yes. Uh, it's definitely not the way to do it. There's a lot better ways to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I would start with drugs. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <You> know, <laughs> some skip the brain events. injury.
0: Uh, well, that was something I was going to say earlier when sure. you were talking about with your parents and that and uh, how, you know, your mom and based on her reaction to some of your jokes is that like m- my parents, they live in near Peterborough. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Me being here, they don't really attend much of my comedy. Now that I put more of it online, they Mm -hmm. get to see it, thankfully, uh, and, and my friends back home and that. But otherwise, there's occasions when I get to go back there and do shows, and recently they did, and I was like doing a bunch of material new stuff that i don't usually do i did a bunch of jokes about like crack and cocaine (laughs) and like i don't i don't do those drugs even but i was doing the jokes and like i'm sure they they know that and uh, all the friends and probably generally i'm pretty sure the audience knew that too like i think it was clear enough and it's just because i was in oshawa i was like i'm gonna spice it up with the crack jokes and like i mean some of them worked well and it was funny but i was just like it, it, yeah, doing that in front of your parents is an experience, yeah. you know. And, uh, I did my
2: first <laughs> set in front of my mother. Uh, my first absolute like your first comedy one. Oh, okay. show. Yeah. Uh,
0: Not your first one ever, she wasn't there. No, 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 like, no.
2: Yeah. She only went to my absolute comedy one. Where was
0: your your first set ever? Was November at, 21st. Um, no, no, November I, it was said, right.
2: I think it was November. Yeah, it was November something. It was before my Gotland show. And it was a Monday, and she came, and I did my native She's material. Yeah. and she loved it and it was great it's just, uh,
0: just
2: me and my hot. family like uh, um I'm kind of estranged from my family in a way
0: okay you don't see them all the time or, no so. it's
2: it's cause like there's a lot of conflict of personalities mm. I try just
0: your sister I guess you guys get along really well yeah me and life.
2: my twin like we've had our on and offs like we have mm. like there was times we didn't speak to each other for years but that's mm. how my family is like okay. when you come from um uh, when you come from trauma, you come from you know like if it wasn't from the slavery days from the mm-hmm. black side of my family, or if it's from the indigenous uh, and, the, and the residential schools, or just the blatant racism mm-hmm. of the uh can, like Canada or yeah, Canada has a lot of freaking secrets and they're really good at keeping them. <laughs> but that's why I'm mm-hmm. here. This is why we yeah, yeah we expose bring... us exactly expose,
0: <laughs> expose us it.
2: A... Uh, yeah. We just uh we we find that. They, they, they're like assimilate or stay on your reservation. And
1: hmm.
2: I, I it's, not the, the, of... it's not like that anymore. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we're, yeah, we're putting, we're indigenizing the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're bringing our culture to you.
0: What would be like the best case scenario for, for you? Like, a, or what would be something that you would? like to see in this regard i mean i'm sure there might be a lot of things but is there like a, a main thing i would like you
2: really... to see my reserves running like a small town
0: mm-hmm. that sounds like a admirable and it's simplest things. achievable but yeah. uh, maybe it's not so i want easy, shops right? run
2: so, by us i mm-hmm. want the roads to be built. i want clean water mm-hmm. i want People that come into our reserves, our town, buy our mer- like merchandise, mm-hmm. our help get our services. You mm-hmm. know, it's. Uh, Shout
0: out these! Can you get these? Can oh people yeah, sure, go sure, and sure. can people find those yeah. anyway? Well, yeah. yes, uh, yeah.
2: you can go to Courtney's Creations on Facebook, Courtney's Creations. Nice. Um, she makes these very nice, earrings. pretty
0: earrings. And, Thank uh, you very much.
2: Yeah. Um, and don't worry, you do not have to be Indigenous to wear Courtney's Creations. Um, you just have to message her. Uh, she takes e transfers and uh, she'll send them to you. Like she she makes them pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but they are good quality. They last. Um, they have a snap back. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
2: you can also nice. get the ones that dangle. You don't always have to get the the ones that go in your ears. You can get. The- a dangle yes is my a, cousin makes these
0: like you said you said i like that you said that you know you don't have to be indigenous to wear them i guess there's some yep. potential like you know people make qualms about like oh you can't wear this because you're like appropriating yeah, people, culture uh, or something yeah like people but believe same, that if uh, you, that, you know.
2: wear like this is cultural appropriation um and maybe
0: i would go so far as to say well I, I can't really have much of an opinion on it but i would say Hey, if you're going to go and buy that thing, but you're going to then you're going to ship it and then you're going to buy it from China and then get it off Amazon and then wear it. Maybe that's more. But if you go and you buy and you support the person, you support the culture, Mm -hmm. then that that seems appropriate. Exactly. um... Uh,
2: I did see a girl once. And this is before I was a little more tolerant on the fact I saw a girl wearing uh, our moccasins, the ones Mm. we would wear around the house, like slipper moccasins out in like the winter
0: Oh, yeah. I know know a lot of people who wear, I I see wearing moccasins or I don't know. It
2: wasn't like the the boot. Mm -hmm. It was more of like the slipper. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, "Um, it was more like a slipper. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. okay all right she's on the bus in the slush they're destroying yeah. your moccasin okay. go ahead yeah. <laughs> 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 whatever you two you to to their a salt on them and all yeah that and stuff then i, and... I realized you don't need to tell anybody anything about anything really like you just keep to yourself
0: yeah like yeah. um that's how i operate for the most part yeah. oh yeah
2: it's it's hard too because uh like i'm uh i'm in therapy uh because mm-hmm. uh i'm a very reactionary kind mm. of person but like i said comedians are we're all traumatized in some way we're all working on something yeah we're all working on something Mm -hmm. but um it's helped me uh with the somatic healing too Mm -hmm. like that reactionary like why uh i hate using this word but like your triggers like and i found my big one and this is a secret if you ever want to get under my skin be a middle-aged woman screaming at me
0: and i crumble
2: (laughs) I crumble (laughs) i have uh, if you don't like
0: having to deal with that at all yeah, yeah so. if you're a
2: middle-aged woman and mm-hmm. you're just in my face just ripping me apart i like i dissociate i start like going white i can't i start shaking violently and Oh wow! Yeah, yeah it's my white rabbit have you heard about the white rabbit thing
0: i have heard of this i'm not very familiar with it's the concept a, but yeah it's like and there's a
2: like a child sees a white rabbit mm-hmm. when they're younger and uh, they associate it with too, pain. Right?
0: Hmm? Something to do with smoke, too, right? Like, you can... Or to get rid of your white rabbit. or Oh, oh, my,
2: you mean the sage and stuff? Or uh, my spiritual healing? Like,
0: no, I thought I heard some. There, there was something about that, oh, this, the I'm idea of sure. the white rabbit. of It's more parent. of a I'm just I've addressing here, it. Actually, like,
2: too. I, I to, to this day, I still am trying to mm-hmm. overcome that. Because yeah. uh, I'm a security guard. But I deal mm-hmm. mostly with men.
0: Yeah. Men it,
2: who so. are drinking in... Uh, men who are drinking in the bathrooms or mm-hmm. men who, like, have like,
0: like, uh, illness. And... Yeah, like private security. Yeah, company. I'm a private
2: security. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say which.
0: Yeah, which company. Yeah, yeah that's fair, too. That's fine. I, I used to do that in Ottawa here, too, oh, actually. Yeah? yeah, I was, during my undergraduate, I worked as a private security. Like, I had my Ontario security guard license and okay. that. And um, that was one of the main reasons why I got it uh, was because it was good work. And I was able to have, like, weekend shifts or work overnight shifts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. during my degree so I could take all my classes in the week. And then just pick up a bunch of hours on the weekend to make enough money that I could, you know, have money. And then... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, Because otherwise I didn't have time to work during school. Like It was really hard. And then it was good for the summer. So, like, yeah, I did did security and it was cool and mostly would work in just like random disc i get dispatch places yeah. or then I, I was a bouncer for a while in the buyer okay. market i nice. worked at a couple of the bars there i've done
2: uh like... i've done events like blues mm-hmm. fest and mm-hmm. folk mm-hmm. fest mm-hmm. i've done the hospitals nice. i've worked the hospitals yeah. and i work downtown right now and i'm trying to get out of it actually because mm-hmm. it's uh i paid five hundred dollars to get a license in security to make minimum wage
0: Oh yeah. I mean at the time I did it because it actually yeah. paid fairly well, but if it's not paying yeah. well it's No, kinda...
2: not nowadays. Yeah. When you're contract security, you're basically a pylon.
0: Yeah, you just stand around and yeah. um they tell,
2: watch, you, to still... they tell yeah. you to get your use of force. They tell you to get your handcuffs or do you have to renew your license you every year say, hmm? or
0: no? Do you renew the license every year? Uh, every two years. So and you have to pay every time you have to do that. Yeah, it's eighty-two dollars. So, but
2: if you've been yeah. with a company long enough, they'll they'll pay it. They just do it, okay? Very slowly, yeah. like a dollar off your check every time. Yeah.
0: It's that's why I stopped. Eventually, yeah. stopped security. I mean, well, one, I, I eventually did get a better job, like at the university, an academic position. Uh, like during my undergrad, in the last like two years of my undergrad, mm-hmm. I was doing. Um, it was basically like a TA. I was called yeah. a pass facilitator. But anyway, it was basically the job of what a TA would do. Uh, but anyway, and also, yeah, my license expired, my security license. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to renew this at this point. And then I just, that was, that was it. And then I never did security again. But it was an okay job while well, yeah, it lasted, I think. I think I that's it, yeah. how
2: I should think about it. Like, I, I do say I'm, I'm a security guy by, like, like, that's my career right now. But yeah. it is a job and i'm going into massage therapy yeah that's and neat. i yeah, will be cool making a lot more money and do helping people mm-hmm. at a level that i can only dream up and i, I want to be able to help people here in ottawa and on my reserve i mm-hmm. plan to uh, move back th- well i plan to do a 50 50 thing
1: okay
2: like i go to my reserve and work there a couple months mm-hmm. and then i'll come back to ottawa because i still have to uh Work an amount of hours to retain my mm-hmm. licensing in Ontario. So it just makes sense, too.
0: Mm-hmm. And you got all these shows going on, and <laughs> you got all this comedy you yeah. got to do, and uh, the city has its has its ties. It has its way to keep yeah. you around. Uh, it does. And it's yeah. like a
2: government, it's a small government town with everything you need in it, really.
0: Yeah. Ottawa is, yeah. I don't know, I, I moved here a little over 10 years ago, or just under 10, mm-hmm. either 10 years ago. And I love it, and yeah, I don't want to leave. I like it. I thought for a while that I would leave after. And, like, I might leave for, like, a year or two or move yeah. out and then come back eventually. But it does its, just, it's that got everything it's the capital of
1: Canada. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really does. The opportunity is abundant. I mean, the comedy scene here is booming. That's what I'm, part yeah. of what I'm trying to do here, showcase that, you know. Like, <laughs> there's a lot going on here, but you don't. Even as a comedian, like I don't hear as much about it. I see stuff every single day. Like I, I see stuff on the groups or shows. Lots of stuff going on. Oh
2: man! But I it's, it's not believe like, how much comedy you know, shows there are now. It's
0: insane, and that, okay. that's what I want to. What I'm getting after because there's so much going on, and people aren't uh, generally like the full audience. Not everybody's as aware of as they mm-hmm. should be, or as I think people would like to be. People yeah. love going out to comedy. They like there's doing of, these. They like yeah, doing other music shows and theater and art and stuff and. A lot of these events going on, and so, I
2: wish I knew about the comedy scene before I became a comedian.
0: Yeah, that's don't you know? Like, there's so it's. I knew before, you know, before I was doing comedy. Like, I knew there was clubs here. Mm-hmm. I knew there was Yucky the X and Absolute, and even now, I like you know, there's still the the main clubs per yeah. se. But yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people aren't aware of every other show that's going on. Uh, like, in I knew about Yuck Yucks and
2: Absolute, to be honest, but I didn't know about the indie scene. I yep. thought it was only Yuck Yucks and Absolute, yep. and I was so terrified.
0: To the public, I think that's the general impression, too, it is. that that is, like, they're not yeah. generally aware of all the other ones. They see things, are word of mouth. Some friends people pick up on them, like, yeah. to this, I wonder, so, like, here's a, the shows in, in, the, in terms of attendance and that sort of thing. Like, do you find at this point that you still, like, a lot of the audience are... Uh, like friends and family, or do you get a lot of people? Like, what's your main avenue to to get people in? Are they so my they main patrons avenue
2: uh... would be uh, the amateur angle. Mm-hmm. Amateur, as uh, they bring their friends, they bring yeah. their family. Uh, but because uh, what happens is, those friends and family might see their their uh, their family member, their friend, but they're like, oh, I like the food, or mm-hmm. oh, I like the show. Yeah. And then they can see when the next show's coming up, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I'll go to the next show. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to the next show, or maybe I'll ask the producer if I can try comedy because that's yeah. another thing. Like, if you ever want to try comedy, if you ever want to be a comedian, <laughs> try and comedy. Out, come on come comedy. Yeah, yeah message is, me yeah, Janelle yeah, so. Niles on Facebook or find mm-hmm. comedy at Eddie's on Facebook and shoot me a message and do six minutes of original material and I get you up there. And
0: yeah, I I'm meant to plug your. You're social at the beginning, too, but we (laughs) can do it at the end. Actually, do it right now if you want, and we can do it again at the end. I just did. Janelle Niles
2: on Facebook. Like, my twin sister Mm -hmm. runs the comedy at Eddie's on Instagram. Okay, she
0: does that Instagram account. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I'm not an Instagram person nor a Twitter person. I'm more of a Facebook old school person.
0: Yeah, she's (laughs) good. Old school Facebook. Still works. MySpace.
2: No. (laughs) Netscape. (laughs) Netscape. Sorry. I'm um throwback yeah uh, I'm older than I look I was on
0: myspace That's, I wasn't yeah. on Netscape I was on myspace though yeah. good old Tom and uh top eight yeah top five yeah top five <laughs> we personalized our backgrounds I used oh, to like it because we, we used to listen to yeah like punk and hardcore oh, and like you learned how good. to
2: code off of that it was
0: great yeah, yeah. and what was cool at the, at the time because like there was all these like indie bands that we mm-hmm. follow I still follow and, and some of that I really really liked and yeah, I've seen them, and I have a signed CD from them. I met them, and like I love them. And they used to play at the Dungeon in Oshawa a bunch, yeah. and uh, so like we've seen them there. And it was just yeah, it's just so cool. But before there, were, everyone could afford say a website, or before there was just like a GoDaddy or Easy yeah. Web hosting and stuff. It's like we yeah. discovered so many good bands from MySpace, mm-hmm. and then we would listen to their music, and that's how we would hear yeah. them. And then it'd be like that's how uh, you know,
2: MCR and uh, Fall Out Boy and.
0: That was their come-up. Eh? It was MySpace. And oh. they're there's such a MySpace look and feel, too. Yeah.
2: Right, right? So. I, uh, actually, I'm obsessed with Fall Out Boy. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've loved them since I was younger. And uh, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Fields. Lincoln Park. <laughs> Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were uh, one of West my favorites. Chester.
0: Chester. That was one of the first CDs I ever bought was Lincoln Park yeah. Hybrid yeah. Theory and one of the other ones. Uh, joke. To...
2: Co- incoming. Well, the uh, facts aren't jokes. So, my first <laughs> CD ever is... Uh, Pokemon 2000,
0: nice.
1: <laughs> and
2: then it was Hybrid Theory.
1: <laughs>
0: Sweet jump! Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: that's amazing. Then, like the like uh, the, the soundtrack to Pokemon. Yeah, of uh, could to catch them all. And,
2: yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. and then with there the was one with Misty
0: Mew in song. it, right? Mm-hmm? Like the one with Mew in it. Was that the one that came out in 2000 or Mewtwo? Like the first Pokemon movie, probably.
2: Pokemon 2000, yes, is the one with yeah. Mewtwo where he turns to stone and you yeah, cried as a child. Yeah.
0: Did you see the new one, Pokemon? Like no. the live action. Oh wait, one? wait,
2: yeah, the one with uh Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw it, but it had every single movie cliche in it, and I'm like, come <laughs> on, give me something original. Yeah, you know,
0: I I just adored the the furry little Pokemon oh, yeah. and the, all cute. of them, like the Pikachu, but oh, they're all just <laughs> like I like I like that vibe. I can see them doing more with that world, like yeah. that world. I think of, Mewtwo
1: uh,
2: yeah. looked a little too sexy
0: yeah what was the deal he's like this jacked up like yeah he's i felt out there I, fucking you all know, the pokemon furry and... stuff
2: has ruined <laughs> yeah uh humanoid animals <laughs> for yeah, yeah, seriously. like pokemon that big sp- tail coming <laughs> exactly. out of his,
0: his back I guess, and, <laughs> and i'm
2: not part of the yiffing culture but i am aware of it
0: <laughs> yiffing I, I so okay that one you lost me and i was with you up until when you're talking about furries what's yiffing i don't it's know what yiffing What
2: furries do oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my friend, uh, if he ever watches this, he'll be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a call volume." Yeah, like,
0: it is what it is. Uh, it is, yeah, like. Yeah, if, uh, if that's what you're into. Yeah. People cool.
2: identify as, like, foxkin and stuff. Right. And, like, okay. wolfkin.
0: Yeah, what does the fox culture? say? You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, I love that thing
0: with the sub- <laughs> I haven't thought of that. I don't so know. Much. I haven't either until yeah. just- just that.
2: So, um, I, I haven't asked, like, I, I know you're kind of interviewing me, but yeah, where's your so. comedy, like, future, like, what, you, what do you want to, mm, like, yeah, where do you want to be?
0: Uh, I mean, ultimately, I'm doing what I want to be doing, I think, already. I think okay. that's how I, I, I try to just live my life, is to just do what I want to nice. be doing all the time. You're exactly and, where you want to uh, be right now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, I would be, I mean, if I was... huge comedian right now that'd be amazing too Mm -hmm. but i I think i'm i'm really happy exactly you said i'm happy where i want to be right now and i'm glad to just be doing what i'm doing so that one day i can just keep growing what i'm doing i just want to get better at the stuff that i'm already doing doing more stand-up lately like in the last year or so i've gotten a lot more into like film and production and and getting this ache to start acting and stuff like that too like i want to do Things that aren't just comedy, but I yeah. will getting acting roles and stuff like that, or producing my own stuff, or making indie films, and along with comedy, uh, it's it's really kind of all seeded in doing the comedy and just being on stage more.
2: You just sparked uh, yeah. uh, something in me. I am um, I, I want to do a kind of like a documentary, and maybe even a mm-hmm. mockumentary of just the indie comedy scene of ottawa
1: because
2: mm-hmm. uh some places have those you yeah know? and uh why don't like uh, i mean in a way exactly, it's a bit
1: of a,
0: this is
2: exactly uh, what happened with stringing you along in Gotland. Mm-hmm. why do we not already have one of
1: those
0: well that's kind of what i'm doing here in a way right yeah. i'm like you know there's all this stuff going on in other cities and, and like you did with developing your show by emulating what other people are doing it's kind of what i'm doing yeah. with my show and, and emulating what people are doing in, in this way but by mm-hmm. speaking to all the indie producers so like i have a few booked and, and i've had some of the other guys mm-hmm. from the and i'm trying to get eventually everybody yeah. that through this you know we have just creating discussion and the more content that people start putting out about the auto comedy scene yeah. And in general, like, I, I kind of took a more broad approach on just the Ottawa art scene. Like, mm-hmm. there's people who do, like, what you, what you do, but they're booking bands and yeah. they're booking those shows. But they also have the same the same mm-hmm. goals and yeah. initiatives. And it's the same type of audience, mm-hmm. in a way, who would be going to see those, those shows and those groups, uh, uh, per se. And that's kind of what I hope uh, to create this sort of cross-promotional mm-hmm. interest in, in what I'm recording here in the show to... Mm-hmm showcase this to Ottawa and to people outside of Ottawa mm-hmm. to let them know, like, we're here. We're doing amazing stuff all the time. Yeah. There's so much <laughs> going on. And I'm, I am f- I feel like I wish I was, like you said, I wish I was aware of more of it earlier, and mm-hmm. I wasn't. And the more that I become aware of it, I, I just want that to be more popular. So that's my goal, I guess, in this year and in my future, is just mm-hmm. growing this and growing the show and, and recording lots of stuff and making more episodes and... Uh, getting on stage as much as I can, just to mm-hmm. to do my new material. It's all about that and, stage
1: time. Mm-hmm. So there. yeah,
0: that, that's kind of what I what I hope to do. And I was well,
2: I'm happy for you, man. Like, thanks, Mister PhD. I'm excited. That's yeah, that's <laughs>
0: that's like Kermitian. a side thing now. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I have that's yeah. These are my You're comedy going... interests that I'm saying. I have other things on the go like that. Yeah, the PhD, the business, the work. And I would uh,
2: I would love to see still, you uh, get um, Mike Tamoffian, uh, Mitch meerhead here. yeah uh, it
0: would be cool to have those those for sure
2: like an anomaly they are amazing they Mm -hmm. um what they they don't have well they have one million views but uh, sorry a hundred million views sorry (laughs) but um they don't have the cult following that they should have Mm -hmm. that what they're doing with their art form is amazing i
0: feel so that i I totally respect that i feel that way about them and as well as some of the other shows that are happening right now it's Mm -hmm. just that like the, there's not enough eyes on them yet yeah. and, and on the shows that are happening. And I think that there's many eyes that would like to be on them. Yeah. And when I look at the current podcasts that are successful, like, and again, you try to emulate some of the things that they do, mm-hmm. but also just, you know, th- there's such a big scene and it's, they have this, uh, I can't remember the the word that they used for it, but it's like their, oh yeah, like their camp, you know? Yeah. Like they have a camp of guys, like you've got the Leah and Theo and... Um, Vaughn, gang 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 you see yeah like Vaughn, and um, what's the okay, brian so callen you got, Theo
2: Vaughan, you got the church of what's happening you got
0: yeah that's yeah but they're meshed somewhat church, that's um joey church diaz. is joey right so like i mean they're all meshed together in a way yeah. but then so like they're in that one camp though but then you have this other camp with like joey diaz and joe rogan and yeah. ari shafir and tom segura i like what the church of they what, have sorry, uh,
2: your mom's house is doing do you or know Tom
0: or, do you I've only heard, like, bits. Uh, so, I've never uh, your listened mom's to house, it, like, fully, uh, so. If you
2: watch it, do not watch it at work. <laughs> okay. um, your mom's house is amazing, and it's Tom Segura and Christian Pazitsky. Hmm. And they watch clips. They review the clips, but they watch the craziest, like, darkest, craziest okay. things. And... Um, they usually have a guest on. They'll have like Bill Burr or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. But what they did with their podcast is they branched it out to rent their space yeah. to other people. Like their the uh, your mom's house also has the Honeydew, for a yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, and, so that's that's one of the reasons why this Dr. place is,
0: is Matt Buchanan Studios, mm-hmm. and why I'm kind of branding it this way because I'm open to that idea. And like I, I am here for now, actually, but I might be moving in like a year, and I'm gonna have a make a bigger space and everything, mm-hmm. and um Did that's I all on the horizon but LED anyways light. exactly yeah, just yeah. some little things i'd like to do and but yeah like be able, the fact that i could rent the space out too and and have other people who want to have a podcast in ottawa or who want to have a show in ottawa mm-hmm. but they don't have necessarily all the resources or the equipment or the space whatever the the scene is that they could come here rent the space and use it and produce their show here and i just get, you know, involved and, and get the uh, recognition through the fact that I'm involved in doing it and that it's, you know, my, my exactly. production stuff and that sort I of thing. I find a lot and of
2: uh, comedians who don't get stage time but have a uh, drive start producing They'll mm-hmm. get their own room. Yeah. Um, and then that yeah, just gets exactly. their name out there, really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think, yeah, more of that is good. And for mm-hmm. these guys, like, like you're saying, with the Mitch and Mike show – Just putting out that all these people could and I think, you know, as long as you just keep on doing it, eventually I think we'll develop that big following that they could because all the people who are fans of those other shows, all those ones that we just named that are from those camps, but they all seem to be these people in L.A. basically, you know, they've got this big group. But when you look at Ottawa, I mean, we're not and and the people we are around aren't necessarily that famous or as celebrity as that, Mm -hmm. but we have the same potential to to become that in time and the same drive and, and happening right now it's all happening now yeah. and to i don't know i hope that this you know when i look back on it in 10 years kind of thing that going through <laughs> this series and this process like is able to one way to look at you know look mm-hmm. at how ottawa what, what's happened here yeah. and it's a
2: yeah. 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 janelle if you're watching this in yeah. 10 years <laughs> are you happy
0: i hope so, I
2: hope so. I hope yeah. so. yeah no it's um uh i'm listening to uh bo burnham
0: Poe Burnham, yeah. Yeah, it is and he has funny. this
2: song, Are You Happy? Yeah. I was listening into it. The, uh, I'm Bio,
0: Yo. I'm the greatest rapper ever. I used to love that song. Uh, I
2: like, uh, my whole family thinks I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <I>
0: was <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah. My, my, my family thought I was a lesbian for the longest time. Oh,
1: yeah?
2: Um, because uh, I was just a tomboy and lots of mm-hmm. it. It's just because, like, I don't produce a lot of estrogen. Mm-hmm. I actually have to take estrogen.
0: Is that um, right?
2: Yeah, because I have... um. I have a uh, condition, and it, it it was like my lack of femininity is due to my condition, not because I'm a lesbian. But
0: people they were don't, taking it the other way around, or something. So. People,
2: don't, if the, when they don't know, mm-hmm. that's when the brain just starts snowballing, and then oh, they come up to their own it, conclusions. Oh, yeah, hence mm-hmm. why conspiracy theory is mm-hmm. a thing. Like I have in my new bit that um uh. The chemtrails one, the vaccinations cause autism, mm. uh, the earth is not flat per se, but an oblong disc, and that lizard people and the highest forms of power are turning the frogs gay for some reason, <laughs> and then, like, the only conspiracy theory I can get behind is uh, that the Virgin Islands were only named as such by a large donation from the Jeffrey Epstein Corporation. <laughs>
0: I like it thank you <laughs> I, like it. I, I did something actually at, at your at your show at Eddie's when I did a bit I actually cut this this bit out I guess uh, well I did the bit but I cut part of the ta- one of the tags out when I did a bit about uh, Gandhi and uh, how like you know he's a nice guy and he's he did all these great things but then people forget, you know, certain things about him. If you look at his history, yeah. but what's crazy is how he's how today like in 2019 even though he died like 75 years ago, people are like me tooing him like now. Yeah. And uh just said, <laughs> then I, I wanted to go on the the bit that I or part I cut out of it though was about how I was like, he was also an anti-vaxer because yeah. because he wouldn't he was anti-medicine. He wouldn't give his wife a vaccine, yeah, and she died. And then and he, he took, took the it. vaccine. Yes, I remember that. day. So, I was like, oh my god! I actually I was, looked it up afterwards. like, yeah, oh that's so crazy. I was planning on like going deeper with yeah. it, even and then being like, and he's so basically he's a misogynistic anti-vaxer <laughs> who whatever. And but Sorry. then I took it the other way, and I was just like, ah, you know. So they had to cancel his Netflix special <laughs> because. Like, yeah. Yeah, Because anyway. they
2: canceled him. And me too. Exactly. I was like, you
0: know, that cancel culture. He had to get the ultimate punishment of 2019. He had to get, he had to get his Netflix special yeah. canceled. Which I guess I should have. The way the whole joke starts is I say, I'm like, for this joke, I like to imagine that Gandhi has a Netflix special, and then I tell them, oh, uh, like, he doesn't even have it. Yeah, because you have I to know.
1: put
2: the set up and then you have to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So random. I don't know. I like to. Uh, I always I try new jokes almost every show which is something else people told me I shouldn't do they're like get a tight 6 I'm like I have a tight 6 um, I got a tight 12 I got my, a tight 18 uh, my Mike but I just do new jokes that. man
2: And uh yeah I know I feel the same way I'm I'm just up to jokes I write
0: more than I see what don't, punches so.
2: like yeah that, that that's actually a conversation <laughs> I, I was having with Mike yeah. It's hard to uh I've seen people do the same 6 minutes for the whole year I've been in comedy mm-hmm. and it's the same six minutes.
0: Yeah, And that's fair. I think and for some people, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They want to make a sellable six minutes.
2: Exactly. They want to get that. Uh, they mm-hmm. want to make sure it uh, gets, uh, it kills every time mm-hmm. they get the laugh. Blah, blah, blah. And then there's people like, I think there's just different jo- uh, types of comedians, yeah. you know? Cause that's I, not my vibe, but yeah, I respect My that vibe is hustle. Uh Yeah. I, I'm a, I write, I see what gets a laugh. I put a star and asterisk beside it. I keep writing, and then I see what works, and then exactly. piece it together. Yep. He- like, hence that old joke that I mm-hmm. made into. Like, what?
0: What is your what's your method uh, of, of writing? Do you mind? you mind flipping that curtain? Actually, right there, I just noticed that again, and just a cat took it with him. Thanks.
2: Um, my method of writing is I will. Uh, I have a premise in my head. Mm-hmm. I type it all out, and I say it out loud, mm-hmm. and and then I'm like, okay, no that word. Uh, you know how people put in um, when you're catching your breath, you put a lot of that's in yeah. there, and then uh, word whispers. Yeah, you're just gonna shrink it shrink, yeah. it, shrink it, shrink it, shrink it until you have something where you're like, okay, is this where I'm gonna get a laugh?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Pausing here,
1: exactly.
2: taking a. It does. Do you have to explain that? Mm-hmm. Can you say it in such a way you don't have? You know, and then I just, do you
0: rehearse.
1: Oh,
2: all the Before time. Shows, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, do you know? Did you weekends? did you know that most people don't rehearse? Like most comics don't rehearse. Apparently, I rehearse. I think everybody should. I don't get that they I do. I, it I was a surprise like to, to, me, to me that I found out people balls don't. And
2: say they don't. We have a lot of liars in the scene who say like, "Oh, I don't even need a book, man. It's all in my head." Like, okay uh Eddie, yeah, Eddie Murphy <laughs> <laughs> all right it's yeah. all in your head you know what I mean They're well just, I just I think some of them are just busting our balls
0: probably yeah but there's I mean even like recently I was listening to Joe Rogan yeah. uh I mean I listened to him a lot but just the other day uh one of his newer episodes I'm trying to remember which one it was because I had like there's two I've back to all. back I watch but, him religiously. okay well one of the ones that he was just on recently he was mentioning how even him uh, how like his mode of prep before shows and the things that he does and how he like i wouldn't call it rehearsal but for lack of a better word like that's basically what he was getting at was like that he even for him like this is a new process for yeah, him pre-show some people who don't like do their stuff out loud or read out loud where he's like blocking the entire camera up there.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah his uh he, pre-show methods he's like he doesn't like to talk to people mm, too much before the yeah. show he'll talk to you afterwards yeah. but he has to be in his own head because he's trying to get his uh what is it it's his padump cadence, yeah. cadence sorry but yeah i, I, I think it's it so Cand- uh, i think it's so
0: important to do that rehearsal like yeah, being being there uh and I have, um, a
2: voice recorder
0: okay yeah i do that too myself because then i want to time myself i would do mm-hmm. pauses and i go kind of go through stages like when i'm writing i you know i'm writing the stuff and then i I only start really doing it out loud once I've written the whole joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I write the joke out. Like, I script yeah. it, essentially. Even stuff that's, you know, it, it comes off whatever. Like, like it's unscripted, but that's scripted, unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's intentionally yeah. done this way. Um so yeah, anyways, it's like I script it out. And then once it's at that level, then I like, yeah, recite it. I rehearse it. And especially before the show, I'm because I want to remember it. I, I've yeah. yet to have to. I'm probably going to jinx myself so now, but like yet to have to pull out a book or, or notes a, or something. Exactly right?
2: what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's rehearsing though, But there's, uh, and you know this, when the sympathetic nervous system hits of being on stage, mm-hmm. everything, it's, it's, it's completely different. It
0: takes you for a ride. Yeah. It does.
2: And you're like, how am I forgetting this? I rehearsed it. Mm-hmm. I knew it front and back. Um, but doing it under the pressure is completely different because I found that out yesterday because I knew my set front and back. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I tripped up and I called my boyfriend a sexual predator, <laughs> I just my heart started beating. Yeah. My hands got sweaty. And I'm like, oh, no. I, I'm like, I'm crashing. I'm crashing right now.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a cr- it's a hard reaction to do. But yeah, I think it it's something you get through that. And the more it happens, the less it actually yeah, affects like you. Yeah, like when you know? said, uh,
2: yeah. when you go on stage, the, the anxiety gets less and less and less. Mm-hmm. But you have to prepare yourself for anything. I've seen mm-hmm. some guys get glasses thrown at them over a bad joke. Oh, really? Uh Darren Frost, another mm-hmm. famous Canadian comedian, he, uh, he does some um, uh, albums with uh, Kenny... Robinson. Do you know who Cranny Robinson is? Sounds familiar, yeah. He's another famous comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're I think they're in uh, they're in Ontario. Brampton? No, they're not Brampton. It's um
0: You're it's an a- avid consumer of comedy i can tell I very i mean i think i am and i know i do watch a lot <laughs> uh, but i can tell you're like a I very avid hear that avid I'm like, consumer of, uh, yeah. no that's great you're uh, you're a teacher of your your own art of your own interest I'm, i I'm a, I'm a true
2: something fan. that you
0: genuinely love and the fact that you yeah. do it i think is the most exciting <laughs> because uh too many people don't do things that they would spend their spare time on. Mm-hmm. Like if you would sp- you spend your spare time listening to lots of comedy, you probably don't have a hard time when you you know convincing yourself to go and do comedy. You know, it's like uh, exciting. As soon as and,
2: I stepped yeah. into it, I'm like,
0: like you see, so, yeah, you've I obviously been be. listening for years even before you yep. started, right? So
2: oh, and I always had something to say. Yeah, you know what? Well, I find me when I. Before, when I was trying to do my jokes, like, before, like, I was... Before, they're written down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're just telling jokes to your friends, your family. Mm -hmm. People thought I was serious to the point Mm -hmm. where I... People kept me at an arm's length. Okay. Because they're like, that bitch be cray cray. (laughs) How can she say that? You know? And I'm like, I'm just joking. They're like, are you really? I'm like, oh, great. Great. No. Like... I've lost a friend because I uh. I tried some like because um, making people laugh I felt making people laugh in a group setting like if I got them
0: mm-hmm. I'm,
2: like, if I got them on that first joke boom boom and it just started, and it, it, it like yeah. snowballed into like wow I was uh, but, maybe
0: I wonder if your friends were this way like I was lucky with my friends for sure that. Uh. I, I felt like I, I got to play that role enough, but a lot of my other friends also played that role. Yeah. So it's like we'd snowball off each, each other, other, which yes. was so fun. And like, they would just be funny. And I think just liking comedy and being funny and having friends who are funny yeah, is have, uh, is so helpful and meaningful. And like, it gets, that, I don't know, it's that kind of vibe. I live off should of. should be
1: comedians who, have, mm-hmm. who Me will too. never Absolutely. be on the stage, like, uh, I've my done friend my best Charles, to get them up.
2: My friend Charles Stewart, um, funniest guy like
0: Shout out to harrison ramsey that's one of my be- yeah. best friends he's gonna get him on stage soon he's my been friend, talking about uh, it.
2: billy juice guy yo uh, he <laughs> he that's his nickname juice yeah. guy juice uh, guy yeah he's uh he's a character so he like within a steroid himself. guy mm-hmm. or
0: is he like big into steroids juice guy or is he more like no he used to like, uh, got the juice every time guy? you saw
2: him he had this green liquid and he, he it was like a neon green kool-aid oh uh, yeah and he He's was drinking it like when he was younger so everyone called juice. him the juice guy because he always had the <laughs> green juice yeah yeah it was just a, his uh, thing back in the day and uh uh I find these guys like oh uh, I even asked them like get your six minutes come on stage mm-hmm. and they're like no we're more funny in the moment we're funny yeah. off
0: stage diff- and if you don't want to do comedy i think yeah. it, it requires a certain extra like level of drive or interest to really do it like for me it was my buddy George Burnick and he was he still does comedy he was the guy who was saying was the Vp of the yeah. comedy club with me he he got me into comedy. he started before i did uh Doing stuff at Yucky x too, and all that. And then at the time when we started, there wasn't a big indie scene. There was mm-hmm. a couple other shows. Uh, Dan Siggy was producing a show at Pub 101. I remember yep. that. <laughs> and now there's a, a new show at Pub 101 with Rami yeah, and, and, Joel. Uh, and Joel, which is cool. And, and that's doing well. I'm going to talk to them soon out there. and yep.
2: uh, They would love to have you on. Like yeah. The big thing is ask. All amateur comedians just ask.
0: Yeah, so that's, exactly. That's a big thing. Don't so, uh, yeah, they they had all these shows, and at the time, it was just me. It, it was mostly just Yuck Yucks, though, and Absolute, and a couple mm-hmm. indie shows, and it was different. It wasn't as regular, uh, and it's definitely grown a lot. But uh, and so, yeah, like he introduced me to the the, nice. the old scene and how it went back then, and the old sign up, which wasn't. I mean, it's similar actually to how it is now. There wasn't, there wasn't as much on on social like that, and. Anyways, we just started doing shows and it was great. And I was doing mm-hmm. them with him a lot. And, uh, I
2: love the scene; yeah, it's so much I, fun. I, I, I do love the just scene. hanging
0: out in the clubs and with the co- the comedians. Like they're that's
2: the best part. They're of the, the best summer people. For me.
0: So funny, yeah. yeah.
2: Not a care in the world, and hanging out with people. <laughs> Not like-minded people per se. Like, I don't want to be in an echo chamber, but yeah, I do I like so. to hang out with mm-hmm. people who have like a different view on the world. Yeah,
0: they they and they get it yeah. like a bit about comedy. It's something you you have that common interest. Like, well, sometimes wonder what do you would you say are some of like the advantages disadvantages of doing your show in uh, like in a diner? So you've had the experience oh, of doing a diner yeah. and doing a theater now, I, like a I, big yeah. theater. What I would,
2: wish uh, I wish I had a hundred and twenty seat. Okay, yeah.
0: so the main—would you say that's the biggest challenge—is like not enough seats, or just you would rather have more seats? Uh,
2: not enough seats for the things that I pull off. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because
2: my gotlands yeah. and my showcases now that I um I rent out my space to, um, like I'll uh, switch a a date, uh, to a showcase for mm-hmm. amateurs that do in a college like a comedy college, yeah. um, and they bring. Everybody mm-hmm. and like Gotland brings everybody, and it's just we're only can sit forty five to fifty people in that little okay. space, yeah. and
0: uh you find a lot of people order food in that too when they're at the shows, or are most people there to just show up, have a drink, t- and watch the. I'll
2: tell the you, comedy? I'll tell you this: people at Gotland, the indigenous shows, oh, they love to eat.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. but with the you show make any special dishes
0: or anything like that.
2: Um, no. It's, yeah. it's just normal just stuff. keep it real. Yeah, the normal stuff there. Like, I would love to make an Indian taco, but... Mm.
0: Who is Eddie? Is he a guy? Eddie, uh,
2: yeah. Eddie's a <laughs> yeah, guy. Eddie's he owns guy. Eddie's yeah. Diner. Yeah. He is, a, he does exist. He doesn't mm-hmm. show up to the shows, because he always works mornings. So okay. he's usually in bed yeah. by the time our shows Has starts. he
0: been, there, like, in that spot in Auto for a long time? Kind of thing? Or? I
2: don't know. That, that well, uh, mm-hmm. my twin sister would know. Now. Yeah. Well, but you said
0: she's been there for like ten years. She's so yeah, been okay. there for at least ten years. Though. Well, oh, it yeah. was
2: Corner Bar and Grill. Oh, is that
0: what it was Eddie before, came yeah. in about mm-hmm. four
2: or five years ago. And okay, switched it out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's a nice venue, and I wonder like this is one of the things that I want to see what what the different uh, yes. people say about you know what some of the advantages yeah, are. there's and some
2: good, like, there's some bad. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it's I'm. Ex- I'm happy with... I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for what I have,
0: and... What's your setup these days now with uh, comics? How many How many do you usually try to book in a night? Um, 10. You do 10, um, including host and feature, or so uh, 8 plus 2, or...? It,
2: it goes up to 11 sometimes, okay. so there's host, feature, and then there's 8 to 9 acts. In the okay. Yeah. And
0: you try to keep it the same, always 6 minutes usually, yeah. and... Uh, uh,
2: yeah, you get lit at 5 and a mm-hmm. half minutes, and then...
0: What do you like the host to do? Like, just do a brief, do, like, five minute with, intro. Like, and a...
2: They do like seven off the top. Okay. And then they reset the room if the mm-hmm. comic, like, we you don't want three bombs in a row. Because mm-hmm. if you do have three yeah. bombs in a row, then the crowd, you lose the crowd. Yeah. And you don't want to lose the crowd. Back. You want them to, you know, come mm-hmm. back because they're eating, right? So then yeah. they got the itis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you want them, like, lively. Exactly. You want them awake, yeah. So. yeah. The, the role of the host is to mm-hmm. bring the room back up yep. they have to uh plug what you want them to plug yep. and yeah and you get
0: your features to do uh, 15. 15 minutes
2: yeah. yeah so if it's a famous comedian like uh, glenn foster we had on um mm-hmm. uh i just let him go as long as he wanted
0: yeah, to yeah, absolutely. Did it, like 25 minutes i'm like oh, do what you like want to do. Do. I, you do absolutely i would do the yeah. same yeah and that's so that's and that's all you, basically, right? You're the one. You're mostly, pretty much in charge. Of that you, yep. you do all the effort. How much time would you say on like a week or in a month that you put into just, just the Eddie show, and then like just the Gotland like, all together, like,
2: like even like home stuff? That I'm yeah, doing like on all computer, the stuff. What like is promoting. what's some, yeah? Well,
0: what is the the biggest back end stuff that you spend at an
2: hour a day just on promotion?
0: Okay, what's the main promotion avenues? That, like, what's the main thing you I do use for a promo? Lot of Facebook. Yeah, a
2: lot of uh, they go creating events or Facebook ads ads, and stuff. Events, um, it goes even into the wording when I put uh, because people don't want to read a huge, twenty-page paragraph. Mm -hmm. You know, just
0: want the info. Yeah, yeah, they just want the
2: info. Mm -hmm. They want it to pop. They want it to, and you and you can see that on other things that get a lot of likes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like Instagram in a way. What sells, you know. I don't like to use sex i don't like to use sex (laughs) so i just like see what sells what cap catches people's eye Mm -hmm. what is this what is that and it's it's a lot of that and i put a a, a, so you spend like an hour a day on that at home effort at the same time
0: and then the other time is what like correspondence like talking to all the comedians booking them i do
2: this thing (laughs) um I do this thing where I go to other indie rooms mm-hmm. and if I see a good comedian, uh, a new amateur comedian mm-hmm. and um, I'll go up to them and like, I have my own indie room. Like I have my own. Mm-hmm. If you want a spot, just look up for like comedy. Eddie's yeah. come my way.
0: You find a lot of people will reach out to you that way. Mm-hmm. after that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I go up to them because that's how I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I do what I think. What comedy was supposed to be
1: like yeah people that's approach the approach
0: yeah. you it's the best thing about being a leader way. right like you being yeah. the leader you get to you get to change the things yeah. about the way things were done for you that you wish yeah. it could have been done there's people uh, who
2: also assume you'll approach them
0: mm-hmm. like
2: you know how sometimes of like comment for spots
0: yeah
2: and then They'll never ask for a spot, but they'll come Mm -hmm. up to you and be like, why have you never booked me on your show? Well, you've never asked.
0: Yeah. What's your method for that? When you get, like, 50 comments, you only get 10 spots, do you randomize it, or are you, like, do you have to be a bit selective? I have, Uh, uh,
2: yes, I have full transparency. That's the mm -hmm. best thing about Comedy at Eddie's. If you ever want to know who's ever been on my show, Mm -hmm. uh, Comedy at Eddie's on Facebook has a note, and it says past performances. And you can see who's been on my show Every single show.
0: I think that's a great way and to do it. Yeah, transparency and, and comedy and I want and full transparency mm-hmm.
2: because that's a thing because mm-hmm. people have clicks yeah. and they only put the same four people on or like five people on mm-hmm. every single show. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are not getting stage time like amateurs or whatever you're not getting the crap because they're just putting the friends on because they want to yeah. help their friends out and i
1: get it
0: yeah i think that's fine too you know it to I each their it. own at the end of the day it's like you're running a business they're running a business yeah. it's their private thing they have the right mm-hmm. to do with it whatever they feel like but doing I, with I it told and myself, so do you. what and, uh, can i do again. so
2: i'm i don't do that you have these knickknacks and your house is so clean and organized <laughs> that's how my bedroom is it's uh like everything's exactly where i want it but it looks nice and it's
0: neat and it's <laughs> i appreciate that you yeah. f- you feel that this uh it looks looks good it does yeah and, and the, and the, yeah like I, I don't know i have a lot of that like knickknacky stuff and I yeah i don't know i feel like when you go into someone's uh someone's house or, or for some people for me i feel like when you come into my house into my office like you're getting a bit of a glimpse inside my head exactly like you're seeing things in here that are mm-hmm. things that i clearly am interested in or yeah. like Stuff that I like to do. Right? I, I'm just
2: happy you didn't put the fedora by the samurai sword,
0: you know? The fedora? I don't have a fedora. Exactly. Here. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> Exactly. I was like, I don't have a fedora. <laughs> I have an old fedora.
2: Know. So does my boyfriend. Yeah. And I showed him mine and he showed me his. I can't. Bro, <laughs> uh, like, man, we were these people back in the day.
0: Yeah, I don't look good in, in hats like that. Alright, well, I hope this is all... It's all charged. I should have just left it plugged in. Now I yeah, should
2: be. Are you back live?
0: Uh yeah, we're back. Sweet. We're back on. I think I can yeah, the mics mics are up. Okay. I just put them up a second ago. I just had to put that camera. I'm having trouble with that camera. I don't know if it's even on right <laughs> now, but it's fine if it doesn't. That's why I have multiple cause different angles anyways. Okay. I can just jump through one or the other and I hope at the end of the day that it, all of it will be sufficient to piece into one nice, uh, one nice thing.
2: That's all
0: uh, good. So I'm just reading quickly through here the all the questions that I'd sure. written out, and pretty much all of them came up at some point or another. But.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, what I was saying about my last thought was um, to complain without a solution is just whining.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And my biggest complaint well, so. was the clickiness of uh. It's
0: like yeah, a real Gary it. Gary V type thing to say here. Yeah, oh
2: thank you, JP. No, I know. <laughs> so uh, he changed my life, man. I can't. Think Gary V, or... if I ever meet him, he's gonna cry because the things I'm gonna say to him, I'm yeah. like, man,
0: you changed my life. Yeah, he's a real, yeah. a real. I like him a lot. I, I followed his content mm-hmm. for some time, and yeah, I find um, very motivating. Yeah. And he is one of the reasons. That pushed me towards, yeah, the idea of just documenting. I, I personally, I, I like to create, too, mm-hmm. and not just document, don't create. But the idea of doing that, and, like, me, when I was thinking, I was like, you know, we'll pick people up, we'll record in the car, and we'll just get all this b reel footage and just, just have somebody recording as much things as possible mm-hmm. and piece it together. Like, I'm finding videos that i like i went on this huge euro trip recently i don't know if you saw any of these videos yes. on instagram but like so that i was living in switzerland for a few years and a few years few months and anyways i got to do this big travel and i had taken so much footage like i had hundreds of videos probably that i'd taken and some of them were just like snapchats mm-hmm. like a lot like 10 second videos or something but I didn't do anything with them and then just like now that I care more and and more interested in film and things and I I recently you know I pieced them all together I made some things like that and it's just the fact that I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't just document it like Mm -hmm. I like taking pictures I like taking the videos I documented so much of it and then whether it was like two years later or a year later or many years later you're putting it together and like you see with Gary he's always got these videos even from like ten years ago stuff that he just happened to record and
2: I used to make anime music videos when I was younger. That's like, sick. So, any of them still out
0: there? No. <laughs> no? I, but, pull uh, it up right I deleted now. them
2: all because they're cringy AF. Yeah. But uh, I made this new video of just like I had to do uh, for my general elective. I had to do a video project for my Canadian Identity and Multiculturalism course. Mm. And um, I did a, a video about co- in. Indigenization and comedy because that's what Interesting. I'm
1: doing, Yeah,
2: uh, with Gotland, and uh, all my Windows Movie Maker days came back when I used to make anime music videos, and I could splice things. That's
0: to, exciting. And I was yeah. Like, oh yeah, like...
2: I remember. I, mm-hmm. I had the I had a knack for this. I had I had a, a want, a need, a drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like okay, let's do it. And it goes back to what uh, J.P. said, like how much. Of the time of the day. Like, what what is your time worth? Oh, mm-hmm. you think your time worth $50 an hour? Then what are you doing at six hours a day on the toilet? To, like, playing yeah. video games, you know what I mean? No, that's a good
0: yeah. time management, How too, right? It's like, exactly. yeah, all the time that you have, and you have to put a price on that, mm-hmm. and otherwise hire people to do the things that you can't do. Like, exactly. with, I work in, as a scientist, I work in big teams, And I'm lucky enough for a lot of those teams to be at the top or the second from the top of the team, basically. And then we have, you know, anywhere from five to 20 people under us in different scenarios, and they're managing different projects. Mm Or I'm managing, say, five projects, and each project has four people on them. And so there's 20 people that I'm in charge of, and I have to meet with them every week or every couple of weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And the point is, what I usually do with them. And how we delegate and work on these projects. Because ultimately, it's like my project or the lab's project yep. and all these other undergraduates. And so we're giving them research opportunities and things. But the way that that works and what I like for them to do is to do the things that they can do and at, at their level and skill level and that they're good at. And then I only do the things that I can do, you know. If you need to take it, it's, uh, it's all right. Nope. So, it's yeah. probably. Can wait
2: who's calling me a nine o'clock no, no, it's, night? it's probably my uh, work trying to, like. Do you want to shift yeah. that
0: the world is... oh, sorry i can't say where i work yeah. so so yeah it's like i i matt buchanan only do the things that matt buchanan can do like if somebody else can do the thing uh like there's a piece of work that needs to be done or there's some something that has to be done for whatever the project is if, if it can be delegated i delegate it right and that's kind of the the gist of this and that if you only spend your time on doing the things that only you can be the one to do, like somebody else can't do that thing because they're not me, then all of a sudden you find, like, uh, more liberty in your time and, yeah. m- and how you be able to live your life a bit, I guess. And just It makes it's more relief, too, when you yeah. can learn to, to be able to delegate things. And then being able to choose in this way what is appropriate to delegate and what's not. Yeah,
1: and, control
2: what you can control, change what you can change.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. I think AA has that big thing. What what AA says, it's like, um, it's a saying. It's uh, knowing the difference between what you control and what you can't change, and then Mm. difference. I'm butchering it, but.
0: There's a few drunks out there who know exactly yeah. what you're getting at. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that exactly. step. Yeah, I, I yeah. fell off at that step. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so. No worries. I haven't nice. had enough fire water to, uh, like, <laughs> I do like whiskey, but, yeah. you know, in small amounts.
0: In small amounts. Yeah, because yeah.
2: I'm, I'm diabetic, so I can't have too much alcohol. Okay. I'm type 2. I was addicted to Pepsi back in the day.
0: Uh, right, uh, alcohol fixed diabetes. I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, sugary alcohol, like oh, yeah, I can't, yeah, makes, I can't
2: yeah. stomach uh, vodka mm-hmm. or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But uh, whiskey is actually nice. uh, one of the ones I can get away with. Uh, Irish whiskey. I Irish went to Dublin, whiskey. Ireland, and I nice. brought back a ten-year Bushmill.
0: Wow tasty. Have you seen, um, did you see on the comedy community, Josh Williams, yep. the thing he's doing he's, uh, there? Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm on this whiskey site. Oh, okay,
0: um, nice. Yeah. yeah, me too. I've been away, like, he's done a couple and I was gone both the weekends, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out for one. I was saying to him, I was like, oh, you should, like, record it. Yep. Why, why don't you? Because um, it yes, would sir. be great. I'm sure people would find it interesting. There's a lot of people out there who... Are whiskey connoisseurs uh, mm-hmm. who love it, and they would love to just probably watch yeah. it. Not to mention, he's funny as shit, yeah, he and there's is. a local, he, he hangs he's out with funny people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. one of my. He's been around since even well before mm-hmm. I was, and he was one of the friends in comedy that I have who's mm-hmm. still here, like in Ottawa doing comedy successfully <laughs> today. That was here when I was first around, mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful. Yeah, that for him and the fact that he, you know, is, is kept on. Like helping me out and yeah. give me advice and stuff like that along the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: Josh Williams was the guy who told me don't bring notes on stage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a good. Head. I mean you should know that. But yeah, so <laughs> I stopped bringing yeah. notes
2: on stage except for that it one looks time better. where I brought the yesterday where I brought my book
0: on mm. stage. And See, there's some guys who totally rock the book. Like somehow they can show up well, there and they they, they are, the are just fine some with having the book. Or they just don't prepare enough, and they know that it's a they they know that it's an amateur show, and they're just like eh.
2: Or a brand new you material know? they wrote that morning. Exactly. Some they didn't have time to rehearse, and they all make
0: sense. Yeah, and I think sometimes you will see it maybe even too with the guys who are more pro when they do an amateur show that they're genuinely like fully working on a brand new bit. Even that, then though, like I try to hash my stuff out before mm-hmm. I get up there and just remember, like I. I find it just a point of professionalism in a sense, and do your again. I just do my best to emulate what thing I want to be, uh, and, and showcase you know what I hope I could be doing. And so why okay. not put in the extra effort? And if you don't have the time, or so that's you know. But if you do, it's great. You know, go the extra, the extra few percent. You know, if you've already made it ninety percent of the way, you just can push for that extra ten. And
2: I feel really tied down with school. I feel like if I didn't have fair. school right now, I would like be launching myself. Um, mm-hmm. faster and strong but you know sometimes you have to do it slow
0: what do you what do you find you like more at this point um producing or doing being on stage and doing the stand-up or, or how do you like that's how a, do you conflate ooh, those two a, things that's a tough question
2: yeah um i always loved like I, I used to like making parties or dinner parties and stuff like that like mm, hosting. you like planning you like hosting i love planning gotcha. i love uh, yeah. hosting i like making mm-hmm. events but I also like being on stage and getting mm-hmm. that rush of endorphins and adrenaline. Yeah. So I think it's about 50-50. I love them equally.
0: So, yeah, that's that's cool. So you're a person who, like, you like to do both, and you're, you're happy to do both of those yeah. things. Like, you, you're I not totally fulfilled yeah. by one. Yeah. Like, if you did only one, you would feel like something was missing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell... Uh, I tell guys who try to hit on me because uh, I'm like I'm a comedian first and a woman second. So you better <laughs> like because a lot of the comedian yeah. guys there they uh, they 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 like the other guys still hit on me mm-hmm. and I'm like whoa you're gonna treat me like you're equal first like well gotcha. not equal you know what I mean yeah you know, like like a comedian like,
0: like a comrade yeah like exactly uh, like a comrade comrade
2: yeah. is the best word for yeah. that <laughs> you're treat me like a comrade than yeah. a piece of ass you know what I mean. And I'm only saying that because it uh, it reminded me that people don't uh, take women seriously unless they are producers.
0: Oh, have you found that? Is that something you've experienced? Or Sometimes,
2: like, that, I, uh, it, it just comes yeah. to the guys who think I'm a, just a piece of ass. Like, and then they're like, oh, you run your own show. Oh, then oh, then they're gonna try yeah, to give me the respect that they believe mm, I deserve now. Mm. Like, dude, like you were hit on me like five seconds. Yeah,
0: ago. I mean, in one way that is uh, a bias and something that doesn't make sense. But to an extent, and I mean, from them looking at it just like from a female point of view, but when they do find out, okay, you're a producer, I mean, from a business acumen point of view, it makes sense in a way, I mean, to show more respect. Not that they should show any less respect, male yeah. or female, but it's like, oh, because like you, you have a established business acumen, you, you're doing something successfully in a way, I'm not not that they should respect anyone else less but yeah. in the sense that you through that you've also earned a place mm-hmm. uh of additional warranted yeah. you know acknowledgments basically for for the what you've been doing and it's, uh, it's outside of being a, just being yeah a female defective. comedian a female, too and exactly, yeah.
2: it's it's hard too, to be an indigenous female comedian cuz mm-hmm. oh, I've had um I've had uh, people say that I'm I'm only gaining success because I'm uh Working on the back of my indigenous culture.
0: Oh yeah, nothing to do with the fact that you're funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, it has my nothing to do with the fact that you're a good, good But yeah.
2: he's just trying to egg me on. Yeah,
0: yeah. gaslight you, a bit, uh, <laughs> you,
2: gaslight me. Yes, <laughs> Chris yeah. is gaslighting me. Uh, it's i uh, I'm not. I'm I'm still an amateur comedian, so it's hard to say if I'm like funny, funny right mm-hmm. now. I'm still working on my act, but uh, to say that, um, I have a gimmick is a problem right now they're like oh you're just resting yeah. on the back of your indigenous and i said that to someone who's like who's saying that to you
0: yeah that's a shitty thing to you say know, it, is a, it is a yeah. shitty
2: thing to say so a part of me is like well i have my indigenous act and then i have this act and then have that yeah. act you know now i feel like i have to have a separate act just to shut yeah. some people up and you know what it, it, i have i have different I acts i have different material yeah.
0: you do whatever you I want i forgot to where do, i was yeah. going with
2: this it's uh, oh yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's they don't take me seriously because they think, oh, you're just another, oh, look, he's the Italian guy doing Italian jokes. Yeah. You know, that's what they think. that That's who yeah. I'm trying to be And them.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, there, there's something to be said for, like, the Italian guy doing Italian jokes or the brown guy doing shawarma jokes. Like, there's certain yeah. things that are considered hack, but, like, I mean, yeah, hack is hack is for. separate from telling jokes about what is culturally interesting to mm-hmm. you and being. Like that's so separate of a thing, and whoever's saying that is j- obviously just insecure as shit about themselves. Yeah. Like they're totally have yeah. their own insecurity, yes. and they're just trying. You know, people want to. They feel there's not not enough to go around, and yeah. I think there's, uh, and there's And it's there's also a
2: reflection on how I'm per- like again a, a little bit of reactionary, where it's oh if I plant the seed in her head, maybe she won't try as hard because it is almost a part of like oh you're mm-hmm. I've made more money. Doing comedy this mm-hmm. year as an amateur than some people who've been doing it for four or five years.
0: And that's something to celebrate, I think, and I I understand too. I see the fact that people get so annoyed and that people do hate that. I love it. I think that's unreal for you and anybody else who is successful. Like, and the people that climb on, like, look at Caesar. You know, he started doing comedy. I think around when you did, like, a year, a year ago. And he's a regular feature host and like not like not regular, but he's there a lot. But he, mind you, I mean, he did every step. He put in all the work. He shows up all the time and he's so funny but the point is there's some people who you know they might envy that because he, he came in and he just banged but like good I mean, for I, him I, you know I, we celebrate those of, things and I, same for you
2: yeah i see that too i uh there's this one guy uh i think we'll uh we'll pretty much end on this because <sighs> we're going um I'm, I'm doing a black history month show okay and uh it's gonna be barnell black and he's going to host. Nice. And uh, Wafik, Nesrela mm-hmm. is going to be their feature. And then the middle acts are going to be amateurs. Mm-hmm. So I was at Yuck Yucks at a new talent showcase a couple weeks ago.
0: You know, Caesar? Because funniest show, too. Is that what you're thinking of?
2: No, Caesar. Oh, oh other- Caesar oh, is on the show. Yeah, but I saw other- someone else. Yeah. And his name's Momo.
0: Momo, okay.
2: And Momo, not, not, the, not the meme.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't not that know. Not
2: that crazy girl with the long black hair hmm. but uh momo um his name's mohammed but he likes to go by momo okay he killed and it was his first time ever doing comedy for first her. time ever doing stand up oh wait he has the act he has the the persona uh
0: wait does he have like yes. hair Yes, he t- told some masturbation jokes yeah. oh momo okay i'm yeah i'm such a cock i'm calling him by his instagram name i think because on instagram or his rap group is um King Caesar or something like this. Oh, so no, that's, that's what a I was, different
2: guy. You're thinking of King Caesar. The two of them I'm together.
0: Momo. But Momo. But are they the ones together? Alike. No. No. Okay. They're but two different people. Because well, King the King Caesar guy. Well, that's he still he, he has, has that dreadful. hair, and it was also his but first show. Momo
2: also has weird hair too. So I thought I thought that's what you were going at. No, no. Okay. For because them. I was
0: one, because he also had his first. Stand up ever recently, it was so funny, yeah. too. And I thought, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. he did at
2: Yuck, yuck uh, So that's it what was I was
0: thought you might have been talking Momo did it. Yeah, I don't think I know. I Momo then, or,
1: okay,
2: yeah, I saw both of them do the nice. first. So, as uh, soon as Momo got off stage and the room kind of died down, mm. I tapped Momo on the shoulder. I'm like, Can I see you in the green room for a second? I'm a producer, by the way. He's like, Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> this is just like, Can I see you in the green room? <laughs> um, I brought in the green room and I'm like. <clears throat> I'm a producer and uh, amateur producer and I would love for you to be on my, I'm not cracking up like I'm crying. (laughs) There's something in my throat. throat)
0: Grab a want. Sorry.
2: Uh, And I told him, I'm just,
0: I'm really moved by Momo. Yeah. The best set I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) It was so amazing. And I told him like, I have an uh, amateur black history month show and I would love to have you on. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, man, um, just find me here, find me there, mm-hmm. and we, we exchange information, yeah. and he's going to be on my black, uh, February 25th.
0: February 25th. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, comedy at Eddie's, at uh, Eddie's Diner in the Glebe, 777 Bank Street, uh, for Black History Month. It's only going to be a $5 show, and Momo will be there, and hopefully, like, he, he brings in And Wafik, and... and Wafik, uh, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and Barnell Black,
1: and
2: Don Zanklin, and uh, a couple other newbies. Wicked. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so excited. Alana. And uh, it's not a gimmick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're giving it its due. I like the idea. Yeah. I like that you do these themes and stuff like that. And, um, people like themes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's it's a good way to market, too, I yeah. think, in terms of audiences and bringing different people to the show who mm-hmm. might not have otherwise came out to the show. Exactly. Uh, or also providing an atmosphere for certain people to showcase jokes that maybe they couldn't. like. In this case, like, they get to do jokes for the black community, or you get to do jokes for, you know, the Gotland community. So you you get so much. Mm
2: -hmm. And there's a, like, people say every single audience is white in in comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part a lot like it's so a true yeah. yeah it's like 95% like Caucasian mm-hmm. it's like yeah the, you don't know if that person is like mixed with something else or, yeah. you know you don't know where the people you just see at face value but knowing uh, how Ottawa is and how like Richmond and CARP and uh, everyone who comes in um, it's like it's it's not Chicago, not sorry, it's Chicago, I'm thinking of uh, Georgia. It's not Georgia, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where you can have a full black audience, like 60 black people come into a comedy night, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, to do that, you would have to have so much marketing, mm-hmm. but uh, with land. you wouldn't believe how many indigenous people are in this town, and it brought them all together. Yeah, that's it's amazing. amazing.
0: No, I'm very excited for that and the success of that. Before I let you go, I do remember there was just a couple of sure. last questions. Now, they're kind of big topics, but I think we can make them. All
1: can, right, we'll we try. can condense
0: them, but we'll try. Just, and you'll see what I mean. And, and there's no, I don't think there's any particular right answer to this, I guess, but it's I was wondering what, what are your thoughts? So, and you mentioned, you know, so you made some money doing comedy, yep. you're producing shows, you started making some money this way. If I remember, I can't remember for sure, but I think you you pay your the you know, features usually something, okay. and you pay the host something. So what are, what are your thoughts on the you know the idea of you know when you you pay the host and the features? Yeah. Or shows that don't pay anybody or, oh, and then the charging at the door. What like are your thoughts about that whole, yeah, like just how did how did you, your opinion, but also as like a business person okay. and a producer, how did you navigate that, which is already a complex, complex issue is among complex. comedians it and is. like, how, how did you successfully navigate that? Cause you seem to be doing well. And I think mm-hmm. that is generally the appropriate model that most people run off is that hosts and features get some sort of compensation yeah. and everyone else is generally yeah. amateur and that's. That's I think the the most used model at yep. this point probably. So I, but I, there's other ones that people disagree with in yeah. different ways so.
2: I run on a I run on an old school model of uh, the young uh, sorry the amateur comedians get a free drink.
0: Yeah, and that's nice. You chime. do that too and most places yeah. don't even do that. That's nice yeah. that you do that. Um, yeah.
2: I negotiated. It was in my business letter. I nice. knew that Good from for right on the get-go. Mm-hmm. and uh, the host the feature and myself Uh, we get a percentage of the door, so it's like three, three point three, 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 three split Mm -hmm. evenly, and um, yeah, that's how I do it. Oh, that's
0: a really nice way to do it. Yeah, I didn't know that exactly how how your method Um, was. I make
2: sure I get a cut for all the like I I I break even. Like I say, I make money, but it's all going back in. Yeah,
0: exactly. I understand that for sure. Like uh, uh, all the posters,
2: the ads. Mm -hmm
0: your time in general time. i mean if you count that you're probably under you see how many posters i make i make tons yeah. of posters
2: mm-hmm. i love and
0: it makes posters. a difference i honestly i think it does it makes a difference yeah. to do those those extra things and um and you charge usually five five of the door standard Fun. right yeah. and i think that's again for amateur nights it's pretty standard this five six seven dollar range or you know some places do pay what you can and then there was that whole dispute about you know don't <laughs> not paying or not collecting any money and yeah, that's a whole own discussion. That's with. the funny mm-hmm.
2: thing is because I was going to be one of those people. I was going to be um, like I just want to do it for the, the for fun, the love, yeah, for the but, love, and the love of the craft because yeah. I am a big comedy fan. And that's a, I think it's a
0: respectable a respectable. Idea to want to do that and admirable, but I also and I don't mean any offense by this, but it also probably is just it's a naivety that makes you think that it's possible, and you don't necessarily realize that oh (laughs) that might that that actually won't (laughs) lead to success. Uh, It seems to be I don't know I've never produced a show, but from what I've seen and the and heard from other people, it it seems that having a show where you don't charge anything, even five dollars, is a poor idea, not successful. That seems to be the general impression. uh, um, I would tend no, to agree. With that. That, I think it's appropriate to charge at yeah. least five. You remember gotta charge Remember that respect
2: something. thing we were talking about? Yeah, it's, it's, it goes along that. Like mm. people um, respect more when they paid something. Yeah, you know?
0: that makes sense. They want to. Yeah. They're invested.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I find a lot of hecklers come to shows that are like, pay what you can, like, drunk people off the street. They're like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, my God. Like, it's a comedy show.
0: Now, I I guess I should, (laughs) now that I'm thinking of it, there is one exception that I'll I'll note, and it it is an anomaly in its own right, is the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. And I think other Fringe Fests work like this, too. And... This, I mean, it's totally different. It's not even part of the same conversation, really. I mean, it's, first of all, it's in Edinburgh, it's in Scotland, in a different country, but. During the Fringe Fest, there are professional comics who do pro shows. Like, when I saw Ari, I think I maybe paid $20. Like, it was very inexpensive tickets to see very big comics. Mm -hmm. But then there's also many, many free shows. I'm talking hundreds, maybe even more than a 1,000 free shows that go on in the span of, like, 10 days to two weeks. And they're all free, but they're always highly attended. And I loved this free model. I showed up in Edinburgh maybe at, like, 10 at night. Mm -hmm. And it was my first night there. I was there for about a week. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? It's, like, 10. I know Fringe is on. I figured, oh, the last yeah. shows probably gone. I went and checked the list. They have shows going for free, or generally free, but always pay what you can, Yeah. going up until like 2, 3 a.m. at night. And I went, I showed up at like 10, and I caught <laughs> like three shows before the end of the night still, and it was amazing, and all free, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, those
2: comedians yeah. are getting paid, though. Some of them are, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Or they get
0: at the door, or they get the cut, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a what is it? It's like a producer's mind. Like nothing's ever really for free. Yes. Like uh, Eddie's diner, they make their money from all their sales,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, food sales, and that's something we discuss. Some some people will say, "Hey, I'll get a percentage of your food sales." You know,
0: it's an option, right? Or yeah, yeah, they want food or drink, and I think maybe. That depends, perhaps, on how successful it is or, like, how much business you're really driving. Eh? Exactly. Like, like,
2: with Gotland and the big ones when I'm packed, yeah, like, they love those shows. They hate the fact that it's stressful, but mm-hmm. they, they love that they, they're Who's making, they? Uh, the comics
0: or... Diner. Oh, the diner. Yeah, yeah,
2: because people are buying food, they're mm-hmm. buying alcohol, they can finally get rid of that keg, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, but what going to say So but, you, you think,
0: and from your experience, like, generally... The show, uh, like Eddie's Diner is always busier when you have shows yes. than it is just regularly. Eh? For that sure. was the sell, yeah. And
2: that's how people like, um, uh, Gerald Farmer, he, uh, um, from Halifax, he gets to, uh, have these venues because mm-hmm. he pitches it that way.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: have no one here on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I can bring you up to 40 people. I mm-hmm. just need a uh, outlet, so I can plug in my speaker, and my yep. microphone, and my spotlight. It's all about the,
0: the avenue and the vision to do that, I think. Uh, yeah. That's pretty incredible that you went from, you know, starting comedy uh, a year ago to starting a show almost right away and then, you know, actually having the first jump <laughs> just a few months later uh-huh. to another show and now even more coming. and. Uh-huh. I think uh, maybe that's a good place to wrap it up. And thanks so much, much. Janelle. I really appreciate you coming. Uh, You know, it was great to have you on. Uh, I look forward to you know having you again sometime. and and, you know we'll do some follow-up to this This in a a bit of time Mm -hmm. exactly that would be great so it was wonderful to have you thanks again if you want to remind everybody uh the times of the show so eddie's it's a bi-weekly comedy at eddie's just give us on your social
2: Tuesday show in the glee at 777 bank lucky sevens uh it starts at 7 7 p.m to 9 p.m and it's a five dollar show comedy at eddie's
0: Awesome. And then the next Gotland show, you have one at Carlton. Yeah,
2: it's uh, January
0: next, 15th. January
2: 15th. Yeah. And then we're talks with Cornwall and Toronto. If you want to keep up to date with any Gotland, it's on the Comedy at Eddie's on Facebook.
0: Wicked. Thanks so much, Janelle. You. All right. Take care, everybody. That was Janelle Niles, Comedy at Eddie's, and the Gotland show. Everybody, go check out her show at Eddie's. All the comedians have a great time there. It's a very popular show, and it's one of the fastest-growing shows lately. It's it's a great time in Ottawa. Go check it out, 777 Bank Street. And you can find me at Matt Buchanan Studios on Facebook and Matt underscore Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and Matt Buchanan Comedy on YouTube and Facebook. Check us out there. Like and subscribe if you feel like it. And otherwise, we'll see you next time. Take care. Mm. will another insane original from josh taylor brown on instagram at j.t brown and youtube at josh taylor brown